Pow! And we begin. The Joe Rogan Experience Podcast is brought to you by The Fleshlight. If you go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link for The Fleshlight, and enter in the code name Rogan, you will get 15% off the number one sex toy for men. It's a fucking solid product, and we stand behind it. We're also brought to you in by... front of it, Joe. What kind of flashlight fucking are you doing? Are you putting it in your ass? What the? Am I doing it wrong? Jesus. Am I doing it wrong? Are you sure? I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> well, even doing it wrong. You forgot about the lid. It feels so right for people like in the butt. Even doing it wrong, it feels so right. I'm sure someone must have used the flashlight oh, that way. Fuck yeah, must have, right? Yeah, I mean, they, I've seen some giant things up people's ass, like a human fleshipede. It's like a big circle of guys. Like half of them are fucking, and half of them are. I saw one dude's foot up another dude's ass. A dude had his foot up a dude's ass, all the way up to the ankle. Was that just for shock value, like JustMeet.com, or was that more like a a sexual thing? I don't know, man. You got to wonder with the motivation behind anybody wanting to take that picture or see that picture. <laughs> you know, like, whoa. Yeah. What, what is, who's, who, who's who that? Oh, fuck, yeah. fuck. Wait, wait, Tom, go get the camera. Yeah. Tom, get the camera. Does it feel good for your toes? Who or took is it that good, picture? Does it feel good for his ass? Well, who's happy here? <laughs> who's happy in this moment? <laughs> We're also brought to you by Onnit.com, makers of Alpha Brain, the cognitive enhancing supplement. Uh, as, as I say, with all these uh, nootropics and different things that are cognitive enhancing supplements, do some research. If you're interested in this stuff, don't just buy Alpha Brain. Please go and Google nootropics and read some articles. It's very fascinating. There's a bunch of different, they have a bunch of proprietary blends that a bunch of other companies have that are great as well. You know, just go look and try some stuff out, read some things on it. Some things will react well with you. Some things won't. If you like uh, Alpha Brain but you think it's too expensive, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to the ingredients list and copy it. It shows you the exact dose. Copy it, buy the shit in bulk, and put it together yourself. And here's the thing. If you buy it and it doesn't work and you don't like it, it's 100% money-back guarantee. We try to make this as easy as possible. There's no other way to to make it as clear as possible that I am much more concerned with you not feeling ripped off than I am with making money. So I think it's a real product. I like it. I enjoy it. It's good. It works for me. Alpha Brain gives me like a a nice little, like like a peppy feeling. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. I don't know what it does. I bet that stops a lot of people from taking from taking drugs. Well, some people like... The idea that like, well, it might not work if I'm going to be out $400 or whatever it is. And I'm like, I don't want to take a chance on something that might not work. Just but if I get some guarantee, that'd be that'd be pretty good. Well, you like drugs? You mean what do you mean? No, like any sort of like I don't know, mood enhancers or like or like whatever you need for whatever else. I don't know what drugs do people take. Why would this is nothing like a drug though? None of these oh. things. I mean, the only thing that would be close is the uh, new mood, the five HTP supplement, which is like a serotonin booster. But even that, it would be like the subtlest of smiles that you know permeates your brain. You know, have you ever used 5-HTP? Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. do much for me. Didn't? Uh-uh. Did, were you taking the Neil Brennan-sized doses? Uh, I was taking a lot. I took more. <laughs> I saw, yeah, he said he just goes over the... He, whatever the fucking recommended DA is, he jacks that like, shit about 10. It. I'll take it into account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he just goes nuts. Yeah, but, uh, well, I thought it was really fascinating that he said that his uh, doctor, who yeah. had him on some sort of an antidepressant, told him to get off the 5-HTP because it was essentially like taking two antidepressants. Uh, there's something where it can react really badly with SSRIs. Yeah. Um, but that's like half the antidepressants of that, mm. or SSRIs. But it can it can like cause you some weird overdose. What is the SSR? What is the the actual name for that? It's like serotonin 
something re-inhibitor. Yeah, like yeah. it adds or deletes serotonin. Hmm. Well, um, the, the, I've heard uh, there's also, Brian, you read something about the dangers of 5-HTP online, right? What, what the fuck was that about? Uh, so I, uh, somebody sent me this because of uh, yesterday's podcast where I've been talking about my arm, which we've dis- talked to the doctor, and he said it's probably from podcasting, and I'm probably just a pussy, and then he started making fun of me, and then he made that song all about how weak I was. Uh, no, he. There, there was. Uh, hold on, I'll get to it. it. There was somebody sent that on uh, WebMD that 5-HTP uh, might be unsafe and not to take it because people who there's been reports that people who are taking it are getting a serious condition with extreme mu- muscle tenderness called myalgia and blood abnormalities, one of those words. Abnormalities. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, and so uh, they said that you shouldn't take it, into, that they're thinking it's a contaminant in, in some 5-HTP products. And that, um, oh, so it's not 5-HTP. It's something that's contaminated the, in 5-HTP. Yeah, right, right. And that they're, so pretty wow. much there's like sour like milk going around. So you you know what I mean? Oh, wow. So the sour milk that's giving people muscle soreness? Yeah, muscle soreness out of nowhere. Well, <laughs> we're gonna, we'll get to the bottom of that. I'll find out what the fuck that is. So if that's the case... You know, pay attention to that, folks. Obviously, don't buy shit yeah. from Mexico. But, you know, buy- I've already <laughs> talked to. I've already <laughs> talked Guatemala to Five HT. It's a little too cheap. Look into it. Yeah, I've already talked to Aubrey about it from uh, Onnit Labs, and he says that not to worry about it. And okay. That that, that they test it like three times. Their own labs test it like three times to make sure you know that's all, all good. But he said he just you know he'll look into it more. But uh-huh. he said that's what he that. What he so it's is. some cheap company. Yeah, it's like cheap yeah. company five HTPs. You know, like when you're at the store, like you're at the CVS, and you see like, oh, there's this one for two dollars. You know, and, uh-huh. you know that's good to know. Okay, so we also have Alpha um, well, Alphabet doesn't have that anyway. Not, this is a new mood, which is the five HTP and L tryptophan yeah. supplement. Um, I like it. I've been taking it, um, I, but. Yeah, I would I would definitely consider looking into what the whatever the fuck this yeah. WebMD article is about because that that's a pretty serious. But I, I, in my honest opinion, I think the doctor's right. Like in my honest opinion, this, I mean, somebody just sent that to me, yeah, and I mean, that's why obviously I you're moving yeah, your arm in the my, same direction. My over pod, and over. Yeah, I'm like the vector raptor because I have to kind of. It's almost tu- what's that shit called that barbers get a lot from uh, carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel. It's almost barbers that because I get that shit. Yeah. Never heard of also, secretaries yeah. get a little lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What other womanly like? Um, I'm just podcasting too much. Lately. Lately. Yeah, you <laughs> you take days off, man. Ice your ice your elbow. I know. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's ridiculous. You're falling apart, son. You're falling apart, son. Um, that's crazy. Anyway, well, like we said with uh, with on it. Um, if you don't like it, don't buy it. And if you if you're interested, go look all all the other different things that are available online. But if you want to buy Alpha Brain, it's available at onit.com. O n n i t. We also have um, two different mushroom supplements. One's called Shroom Tech Sport, and that's a uh, one for extreme endurance exercises. Like if you're a person who likes to do like CrossFit or shit like that, if you do jujitsu or you're doing MMA, uh-huh. this Shroom Tech Sport is awesome. It's a cordyceps mushroom and B12 supplement. It's great for energy. Like um, they, the Chinese Olympic team was like the first to start using it in like the 90s. Dude. Apparently it's like a mushroom that enhances your, your body's ability to absorb air. 
Really? Yeah, you're um, they, they in high altitudes, like they noticed that cattle were eating these mushrooms, and then they were much more lively. So people started experimenting with them. I thought when you said mushroom pills, um, you thought I was talking about pill pill mushrooms. Yeah, they have those now. Mushroom mushroom it's pill just pill. Pure psilocybin. Oh, that's dead. No mushrooms. That's dangerous. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> my friends, my friends taking them, and it was like they're just great, man. You don't wow. get the upset stomach. No, and upset everything stomach. else the same. It's like THC pills. Yeah, but I feel like then you're not working for it. It's part of the <laughs> mushroom experience. So if you're gonna get the, try the, it. the gift from the plant, you can eat that shitty body of it i have to try yeah. it i don't yeah. know where it gets them um this is nothing like that oh. this is just for endurance and there's another one for immune it's called trim tech immune which is a great one uh it's it's a really interesting way it works is way it's been explained to me is there's a, this mushroom and when your body detects it your body thinks that it's some sort of uh it might be a bug like it might be a cold or something like that so your immune system fires up for a fight that never comes really yeah so this mushroom somehow or another tricks your body into thinking it's going to be attacked but nothing happens and so your immune oh, system it fights it off it fight, gets, gets it's like started. pumps up yeah it pumps up for a fight and there's no fight yeah so it like really helps your immune system ward off colds quicker Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I th- I believe in. Um, I think, and here's something to look into too, folks. Is um, probiotics? I think are very important. Something that a lot of people. Is that well, no, probiotics are live cultures. It's like acidophilus or right. um, kombucha is my favorite. I drink that kombucha shit. I drink that tea every day. Yeah. I really firmly believe it keeps you from getting sick. Blueberries, they're antioxidants. Antioxidants, yeah, yeah, they are. This is a little different, though. This this is a live culture. Live culture is actually living things. It's an organism you're taking into your body that actually fights off bad shit. It's kind of crazy, but it works. This organism works symbiotically with your body. It's is that on all mushrooms, or is it just like no, specific? No, 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 it's, like a, it's different. You know, okay. some of them will fucking kill you. I mean, there's mushrooms. You fuck up and eat the wrong ones, you'll have like instant oh, yeah. liver failure. Like, there's some wow. some serious failure mushrooms out there. And somebody had to find that out, man. Somebody had to eat those yeah. things, and then they had to like everybody stand and watch them. And then 20 minutes later, he's fucking black skinned and foaming <laughs> at the mouth, and his whole body spasming. And you're like, okay, now we know that mushroom is. Bad. Don't fucking eat that. And they had to know this, by the way, back when there was no books. Right? There's no writing it it down. Yeah. Well, you remember how honeysuckles were okay to eat, but to that other berry weren't. What? Remember honeysuckles? Oh yeah. No, I don't you remember. Just, it's like you pull the. You yeah. Take them off, you Have you the, seen those lately? I was looking for them recently. Was one drop of honey? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been actually looking for. The, they don't have those out here in Los Angeles, do they? Because I thought I saw one the other day, and I I'm like, I saw that one looks. Too, but I didn't actually grab it and, and see if it was one. I think they have them somewhere, but not a lot. Definitely. I miss those. Yeah, they're great when you're biking around. Um, but uh, you just knew which ones were like yeah, fine ones. The purple pinky ones. O-N-N-I-T.com. Enter in the code name Rogan. Get 10% off. That's it. That's the commercial. Boom! Ari Shafir is here. Start the program. The Joe Rogan Experience. Sneakiest commercials ever. Day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. All day. I'm revolutionizing commercials. <laughs> I was trying to get uh, mushrooms for Renazizi and Reap. Yeah. They were in Missouri for Shroom Fest. And I was like, I'll find them oh, for wow. you. Oh, wow. And I was putting you it out there putting for people. You were putting a network? Yeah. Of I was police like, officers. I'll call my favorites if you guys want to take part in this. But then uh, mm-hmm. somebody was like, why don't you just pick them? They're all over. Really? And I realized, like, I trust my drug dealer over what I find in nature. I had a guy come up to me after a show once, one of the creepiest dudes ever. He was just sweaty and weird and shit. And he gave me a bag of mushrooms. Hey, man, I picked these myself. I'm like, fuck, I would fucking yeah. take your mushrooms, crazy face. But you picked yourself. You know? Yeah, but who do you trust? You <laughs> trust a regular drug He's just dealer? a weird looking dude, <laughs> yeah. man. Well, you know, you trust, you trust people who know the, the theory, right, right people who are yeah. growing them. You know, you got to get into the, the deep matrix of the where to get the mushrooms. That's the problem. The other ones are super it's poisonous. Hard. 
Yeah, it's in fucking, the wrong way. I don't know. You know, I, I I don't know how much different psilocybin mushrooms look than any other mushrooms. You know, and by the time yeah. I get them, they're all dried out, and yeah, someone's taking pale. care of them. I, I've Brownish. never seen one. I don't think out in the wild. I've never seen that red top. Oh, I've seen yeah. that, man. Really? That was on my property in uh, Colorado. Really? So did you take yeah. that? No, I didn't, but I what? just took pictures of it. Oh, that's cool. And that was the red top with the dot, with the with the spots? With the white the spots. The Mario Brother ones. Yeah. The Amanita Muscaria. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that, Isn't that the John Marco Allegra. Well, no. See, that's one. That's a very funky mushroom. It's a really different mushroom. It's not. It doesn't have psilocybin in it. It works in a completely different way what? with your body. What yeah, it's, it? it's a psychedelic, but it's completely different. And it's seasonable. It's variable genetically. It's variable from different climates. What we're getting in America, I don't believe, is the same Amanita muscaria mushroom. There's been a lot of debate on this amongst uh, all those uh, psychedelic connoisseurs, those people, yeah. those Terrence McKenna type fellows. And um, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people have taken it and it doesn't do anything. I took it once and it didn't do shit. I took it with uh, Doug Stanhope. Just weak it, mushrooms? It, it Maybe. No, I don't know, man. Jan made it. So, you know. So what were Jan, they? Jan's a fucking, he's a, yeah. he's a, he, he's a real him. head. He's, yeah, he would. And he, head, yeah. he, did the, he did the right thing. He did it all right, but it just wasn't getting us. But then, um, was it one of did, you eat, had, did you eat any time near that time that you took it though? Cause no, I found no, recently, no, 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 no. Exactly we did it the right way. We did it the right way but then uh we we mixed it with psilocybin mushrooms dug through in some psilocybin and then we went to the fucking yeah. center of the universe oh. it's like mixing them together was uh was a uh, wow was a total mind fuck mm. and you know that was uh one of the the things that they believe is uh soma soma is was the some dark. sort of a mixture and it's talked about with great reverence in you know the 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 hindu texts and soma is greater than brahma greater than Indra. Soma. No, 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 no. That's just, they just stole the word. Oh, what Soma is, is like the greatest psychedelic ever, apparently. And so, so what is that? They don't know. That's the craziest thing about it. It's written with so much love, but somehow, somewhere, they lost the formula. Nobody knows what Soma oh. is. So it's all debated. Like Gordon Wasson thought it was the Amanita Muscaria. Uh, McKenna thought it was psilocybin. They think it might be a combinatory drug with psilocybin mixed in with some other stuff. And some people think it might be psilocybin and Amanita Muscaria. They don't so where's this Amanita muscaria? How does that hit you? What does that do for you? Well, it depends on where you get it. See, everybody's got to like I said. If if you go, I don't, I can't speak from personal experience because what I got didn't really work. Hmm. I don't think it's hard to tell because it was like a few hours and, and it really hadn't. But it's nothing to make had changed. Out, but with without psilocybin, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed to be able to, but I don't know what, in what form. I don't know what part of the world you got to get it. It's it's variable. That's the that's the issue with it. It's not always psychedelic, but what it is is Santa Claus. The the fucking the image of Santa Claus being this red and white guy. You know the image of the trees underneath the um the pine the yeah. excuse me the presence underneath the pine cones or the yeah. pine trees. They, it has a mycorrhizal relationship with birch trees. Oh. I mean, it literally grows under these fucking Christmas trees. That's where it grows. And it's well wrapped in shiny colors. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's shiny as fuck. Sounds like an Eddie Griffin conspiracy theory. It does <laughs> it does? But it really, that's really what it is. I mean, the whole Christmas presence under the tree thing is directly related to this Amanita muscaria mushroom. It is red and white, and the way they dry these mushrooms out, by the way, is they hang them over the fireplace. That's why people have red and white stockings hanging over their fireplace. Why the fuck else? To dry them out? To dry them out. Nice. Yeah, that's what it is. So that it's become this stocking now. What? But what it used to be is red and white mushrooms hanging underneath your fireplace. Who, where's the proof of that? 
It's a lot of poop. A lot of proof. There's not only that. All the old, all the old. If you go back to all the old Christmas cards, they all have mushrooms in them. Mushroom symbology. Big amanita mushroom. uh, In they have elves. What old Christmas? All the old Christmas cards. Look at the the old Christmas mushrooms. Well, the the elves are what you see when you take mushrooms. Oh, nice. If you take enough, and then on top of it, these elves are always playing with mushrooms. They always have this amanita muscaria mushroom in Santa Claus. It's all yeah. If you go back and look, wait, hold on. I thought Coca Cola made up Santa Claus. No, No. No, no, no. <laughs> what did Coca-Cola make Oh, up? you silly Jew. <laughs> what did Coca-Cola make up? The colors? No, no. That was that was claimed, but then proof uh, became proof that there was an artist from uh, at least, I believe, a, a decade or two before that who was attributed to making Santa Claus red and white. They thought that Santa Claus was one color and then he was made red and white because of... Um, because of Coca-Cola? Co-created the Black Santa Claus. The Black Santa Claus? Yeah, I think Coca-Cola just created the black one. I'm going to find some pictures for you. And it was like, grooving some Coca-Cola Santa. And so 70s. it was always had mushroom stuff in it in the Christmas time? Did it grow in that time? Um, See, I, 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 I hear this. Christmas come here, look at this. I bet there just is. Come on over here. Come on over here. Look at this. All these Christmas things. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, I know. Dude, and those are all, all these Santa Claus. And all the look people and every these single are, person that drew every single one of those lived in California. Yeah, dude, dude, you, you're retarded. <laughs> these are old as fuck. These are from the 1700s, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay, look. This is old as fuck. See this? Christmas. Look, Amanita Muscaria Mushroom. That's a really old picture, dude. Okay, there's there's a bunch of them. Look at them. This is like all this from a long time ago. That was the norm. A long time ago in Europe, especially, that was the norm. Give and up that website so people that can is, look at this. Well, just just this is what I want you to Google. You know Go, just Google Santa and Amanita Muscaria. M U S. Immature. Yeah, but you look at the identity. If you go to like say I don't know where Christmas was born, it seems like it was born in Germany or something. But if you go to Germany, if you go to Germany and look at like the same year. Try, the war. try to find artwork of the same Christmas stuff like in Germany from that exact time period and I bet none of them had mushrooms on they all had like you know something well, you're else just guns ba- you're stuff. just guessing this off the Look top of your no, no, head, no, I'm just I'm saying, showing you pictures I, no I'm just saying that. but that's what I would think yeah. Germany, well you would think wrong because I'm showing you pictures of Christmas cards from the 1700s that have all these mushrooms there was some wacky Christmas cards no 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 Brian there's a lot of them look at this one right here look at this one right here with this there's an old picture of Santa and he's got all these fucking Amanita muscaria mushrooms at his feet. Where's that from? It's from? Oh fuck, man! Let me find out. It's old as fuck. But where's it from? Officially old as fuck. <laughs> I'll find out the ages of the pictures. But these these are you know these are like ancient fucking Christmas cards. I could There's see Easter. I just can't see Santa Claus. Why would you not see it? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I, why is this not talked about all the time then? You know, like why? Why is this not on regular TV in the First news? Of all, I feel. It's I feel this is like the Tower Seven of holiday uh, So you're stories. saying it sort of just got lost, and mushrooms are just in it for. Well, look, there's so think, many correlations. I, listen, listen to the connections, okay? Yeah. The 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 way they dry these fucking things out is twofold. One, they hang them on the trees. They put them in the branches so they dry by the sun. Or B, they hang them under the fireplace. What do they do? You see fucking stockings hanging and on the so fireplace. The well, and see, we it was probably shiny ornaments on the tree. And, you know, it's probably they literally grow under the same tree that we use as a Christmas tree, and they are shiny packages. And if you get them from the right place, apparently they make you trip the fuck out. 
and then they are respond. That's the the mushroom that they believe is responsible for the you know the the writings in the Bible. It's the the sacred mushroom in the cross. The amanita muscari mushroom is on the cover of the sacred mushroom in the cross. It just makes sense to me that if scholars believe that there's a connection between this mushroom and religious texts. And of course there's a connection between this mushroom and Santa Claus. And if you add up all the things that, that line up as far as like hanging it over the fireplace and putting it on trees, it totally could be possible. So is, if you go to Encyclopedia Britannica's headquarters in wherever that would be, like Wisconsin, and you go through them and go, all right, what is this Christmas to you? What do you guys have about the mushroom thing? They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get her out of here, hippie. You know, don't, wouldn't you think that? Well, I think that they're not that willing like, to, to incorporate any sort of illegal drug ideology into their, their, their work. They probably just would ignore it, even if there's a lot of evidence. Do you think sometimes that people that do a lot of mushrooms try to make connections with everything in past sure, history? Sure, yeah. definitely they do. 420 people I think do that's that. what my judge, if I had to judge, like if this was a game show, that's what my judgment would be. Is like, yeah, that's just some hippie that made this awesome connection. It's a great story. And no, Brian, Brian that's photos. a silly thing. When that's what, no, that's what I'm thinking. Being, okay, well, that's a dumb way to think. Because, <laughs> Why? Because scholars well, like John sold Marco Allegra, I'm not sold on anything. I'm not sold on yeah. anything, but I'm definitely not sold on you just talking off your ass. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just putting a counterpoint. This, I'm just putting a counterpoint. You're putting a counterpoint to a fucking guy who is a scholar. John Marco Allegro studied the yeah, Dead Sea Scrolls Yeah, there's scholars that say the exact opposite. Years. The only ones that <laughs> do are religious on ones. I know, but but well, who says oh, the religious ones? The religious. He was so the Encyclopedia Britannica. He was the only agnostic. Couldn't it be? Uh, we're not talking it, about Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm, I'm just we're saying we're talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, it wouldn't even be Encyclopedia. Couldn't Britannica it be part of the? Couldn't it be whatever. part of like the? Was it Christmas originally a pagan holiday? And then there's yeah, yeah. To it, so oh, yeah. couldn't it be part of that pagan holiday? Of course, that ritual. Sure, definitely. Took over that. They use those the, gods. It's just the, the the real question is, what's with the elves? What's with the fucking mushrooms and all these Christmas pictures? It's, it's what's kids. with the correlations? Why do these mushrooms exist? You know, And why do they coincide with this holiday? What is the big deal? Well, the big deal is these people were tripping their fucking balls <laughs> off, man. That's what it is. And it became somehow or another, it, it turned into a, a guy coming down the chimney and giving you presents. What it was is this was this was some shit they found under the tree. That's much more likely to me. If you get a fucking plant that makes you trip balls, and <laughs> and ancient people find out about it, they worship that shit. You know, it becomes like a, a huge and part of their life. Could you imagine if your world was the regular world? Of people that lived before books. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're barely civilized, barely got it together. People are just getting by every day, be, get sick. Nobody know what the fuck was going on. There was no doctors. We just died, man. You just, they gave you some leaves to chew on and you usually just fucking died. What if they found something like this? If they found that there were some mushrooms and you would eat them and all of a sudden, whoa, you'd be lying in a field and fucking spiraling through the universe on the most wild ride of, 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 of joy and ecstasy of your life. And then you would, you would want to fucking praise that shit. You would want to make that a part a of your... Yeah, you would want to create a holiday. You'd want to make it a part of your, your, your everyday life. You would, you would be worshiping it. You know that's that's the feeling behind a lot of people. What why there was all this cattle worship in the ancient world? Yeah, you know because no one can understand that. Like why why would you have these like really aggressive the primates? They did worship cats, yeah, but they didn't worship them like people worship like the Hindus worship uh, cows. Really? I think, yeah, cows are much. Do more Hindus worship important. cows? They just say sure. they leave them alone. No man, you they don't just, you don't pr- eat they, them. They don't eat them. They they consider them sacred. 
They consider them. Uh, I don't. I don't Souls? know the. No. It's something. Something cool. They consider yeah, them something, something cool. cool. But I think that has to do with the cow. Here's what Wikipedia says about it. And my, mushrooms growing in the cow shit. This is what Wikipedia has about it. About what? Um, Christmas. The relation to, from mushrooms to um, Santa Claus. Okay. Um, fly agarics appear. I don't know what fly agarics are. Agarics. That's the the actual plant itself. Okay. Appear on Christmas cards and New Year's cards from around the world as a symbol of good luck. The ethnobotanist Jonathan Ott has suggested the idea of Santa Claus and tradition of hanging stockings over the fireplace based essentially upon this mushroom itself. Hmm. There's a lot of people that have proposed this. generally red and white color scheme. He argues that Santa Claus suit is related to the mushroom. He also draws on parallels with flying reindeer. Reindeer have been reported to consume the mushroom and prance around in an intoxicated manner afterwards. Isn't that wild? That's what's, what's up with flying reindeer. Reindeer love Amanita muscari mushrooms so much that when people have these mushrooms, and they puddles, eat it and they trip out. The people, yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, when people, well, the other thing about Amanita muscari mushrooms is about recycling the urine. The way to really trip your balls off is apparently a lot of whatever it is that psychoactive inside the mushroom is yeah. it passes through your body and into your urine, and if you drink your urine, yeah. it kicks the whole experience to what? the next level. What do you mean while, while you're on it? While you you're pee? tripping balls, you yeah, piss you into a, a cup. Lot. I go pee drink, a lot when I'm on mushrooms. You're, you're gonna go deep, deep, deep. The guy, what? the dude who told me who, who did it said it was it was crazy. It was like he was tripping, and everybody's like, "Okay, That's if you have to so pee, weird. you got to drink your pee." And he's like, "Fuck, man, I don't want to drink my pee. I'm already tripping balls. Yeah. This is good. This is good." And he drank his pee, and he was like, "Bwah!" Just really? Shot through. Yeah, psilocybin mushrooms. That's the case. Amanita muscari. But that's I would the case. think while I'm on mushrooms, I'd be like. Dude, don't trust your. This is just the mushrooms talking. Do not drink your pee. <laughs> no, it's uh, the shaman talking. It's like the the ancient tradition of doing it. If that's how you take it to the next level. While you're in the middle of your mushroom experience, you drink your urine and whatever it is, whether it's psilocin, psilocybin, whatever it is, it's passed through. I don't know the, the technical components of it, but apparently, t- talking to several people have done. This is what this when, guy says. He said if, if Santa Claus had one eye, or if magic urine had been part of his legend, we'd be, it'd be way easier to believe. But it's that's why it's not. That's why there's a dispute. It's like it's not super clear. Hmm. Well, yeah. Who the fuck knows? I think it's possible though. There was an article about in the magazine Sunday Sunday Times in 1980, and the New Scientist in 1986. Those are those are legitimate. Yeah. Well, it's not. You know, this is not my wacky idea. This is an idea that's been kicked around for decades. People believe it that are uh, you know. Like there are serious scholars that yeah. that believe in this silly idea, but uh, the um, the whole idea of it being illegal is what's the most fascinating thing to me. Yeah, the whole it's idea illegal. that these mushrooms are illegal, that this is a, this is somehow or another some person has decided to pass some sort of a law saying that you can't experience this. That it's, it's bad for you. I was walking out of a pot store uh, once early on uh, at a Zen. And I was like, I still felt like. It's like cool that I'm having drugs, and I saw yeah. a cop on the corner. I was like, "Doesn't matter. I'm holding my drugs." But then I realized in my other hand, I had a bag of mushrooms. I was like, "Oh, this I gotta hide. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to be so weird." You fucking dork, yeah. walking down the street with mushrooms in your hand. Wow, you just live in that crazy comedy life, son. I guess. Yeah, you Nobody guess. Cares in L.A. They don't care in L.A. But I hope it stays this way. You know, it's the the real issue is the federal issue. You know, if we could find one cool spot and if they, you know, supported states' rights, we could find a cool spot where we can make pretty much everything legal. We all got together and said, hey, we're going to have one clarity state. Yeah. There's a state where, you know, this is murder, crime, theft, all that stuff. Yeah, that's all illegal. Arson, illegal. Rapes, stuff. illegal. Yeah. yeah. The rest of it, shut up, man. The rest of it, just shut the fuck up. There's too many goddamn laws. 
this is this is how it's going to go down. This is where the money's going to go here. This is going to be legal. You know, this will be regulated. This you know you have to buy it in a store. Well, then you'll know it's pure and. It's tested by the government. That's where the government can help out. Test mushrooms. Yeah. That's where you want, you want to help out? You want to really be of service to the people? This is what we do. We get rid of some of the government jobs. You read the John Hopkins study, right? And we, yeah. The John Hopkins study said that people taking mushrooms, uh, even just one experience, significantly affected them for decades. Significantly affected their personality yeah. and changed it for the better. I've, I know psychedelic experiences changed me. I know, I know. Every time I, I take them, when I and I have like thoughts of uh, what I need to do right or what I'm doing wrong or what's what's fucking with me or yeah. you know, it's, it's uh, that's those are just jolts of reality that you don't get unless you take a psychedelic. You can you can yeah. get you can get like pretty so deep you when see you meditate outside you really yeah like easily. You could pre- get pretty deep when you meditate. And I'm not above uh, the idea that some people can get to psychedelic states naturally. Because it's been written about by so many people. I think it's a discipline issue. I think it's just like you could tell someone, hey, uh, you know, I could teach you martial arts and uh, you could go and uh, kick somebody's ass. And then you're like, really? Are you sure? And then I give you like one lesson and throw you in there with a guy like Marcelo Garcia and you just get manhandled. You're like, I could never fucking do this. Because I don't think it's a one. I don't think a lot of people, what, what you think is possible due to meditation is based on your level of meditation. How, how deep have you? You taking it you know i mean how relaxed do you get how centered do you get when you meditate because yeah. some people get super distracted and it, it no, never gets more relax. than a yeah it never gets more than a surface I sort of like a relaxation I go real deep with mushrooms i take a little there's like i see like these universal truths and i can mm. sort of hold on to it barely for like a second or two or like a, a day yeah. but then it's like the more i go the more i can bring back and remember yeah i'm like oh yeah this thing again that's right all about you know it's always humbling right always humbling yeah, it's like you don't matter. You don't yeah. matter. Well, you do. Everyone's just you do. I mean, you do. You you have intent and you have you know will and you can spread positive energy. You you do you do matter. Yeah. You know you matter, but I mean, goddamn, this is a lot of us. You yeah. know, and we're all a part of one thing. You know, it's not if we all matter, then you matter as well. It's not that you don't matter, but goddamn, it's big. It's fucking giant. It's all-encompassing. It's not just your house. It's not just your car. It's not just your street or your neighborhood. It's the whole fucking universe, and it's all together in one giant fucking soup. We Mm -hmm. just can't feel it. We just can't feel it. We feel like there's, well, there's distance between us and Mars. There's no distance. Everything between this and that, there's something there. Okay, whether it's dark matter or shit you can't see or stuff we haven't discovered, there is nowhere where there's not something. There's no, even in a vacuum, there's something. There's something everywhere. And, you know, whether it's subatomic, whether it's, it's, we are connected to everything everywhere. And that is impossible to recognize without some sort of a full-blown psychedelic experience it takes something like that to feel it because otherwise it's just a bunch of words because i thought all those words before you know i thought all those words like yeah you know it's kind of cool i think we're all kind of connected and you know and i think yeah the universe is huge and you know i had all those thoughts before psychedelics and i had them with you know a certain amount of clarity yeah but there's a big difference between I feel like it sucks you out and just makes you see like you're just one of even in your state of, of so many people that you're just like a blip and then you see time before you and after you and you're like yeah. oh my god yeah it's insane it's insane to think 
that you know that we have this short amount of time here and it seems like as the time goes on you just start figuring out what the fuck is going on yeah. you know like as you get to, that's that's like the thing about people today we live long enough to see the hustle we live long enough to see the bullshit you know if we were romans man we would all be long dead all of us we're not yeah. th- you're in our, your 30s i'm in my 40s we're dead people yeah we're dead there's no <laughs> way we'd be alive you yeah, know? and yeah, if we yeah. were alive Borrowed we'd time. be totally crippled we'd have lion bites on our dicks and <laughs> shit and big fu- one of us would be missing an arm or something you know you, you get fucked up back then man but today we can live and we live safely and we have enough nutrition and you're eating vitamins and everything and you live long enough to see the life. goddamn hustle 10 years ago they said one out of two people in england would live to see a hundred. God damn! Wouldn't you love born, to live in a castle no. though? Back in the day, like where you had the little courtyards, little houses in between, you know, like inside the in castle. A castle. Yeah, like a, like a really big one. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I think that would be cr- crazy because you you have this one giant house and everybody around you has little houses. That's the dumbest way to live. No, no, ever. no. I mean, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool just to like experience it for like three days or something? Like I that? guess. Like a vacation. Experience what it'd be like to have all those people building. in those little houses want to kill you and take yeah, your yeah. gold. Yeah, I wonder if it was like that. Can you imagine that if everybody else is starving? And there's this giant house with people that are eating gold sandwiches. You sound like you're describing Bashar Assad. Just, Bashar Assad? What is yeah, that? He's the leader of Syria. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's is like it? everyone's starting to revolt, but it's like I still got the guns. Oh, wow. Is just that what's going on over there? It's, it's, how crazy is the, the whole Arab area? The whole Arab yeah. Spring thing? And what, This is nuts, man. I took that guy in my death pool. Did you really? Yeah. It's a uh, strange, strange time for that the whole part of the yeah, world. Yeah, they're all yeah, internet making everybody like, wait, what? That yeah, they did what over there? Really? Yeah. Well, they they that was see what's possible. He let them have the internet. Really? Is yeah. that what happened? He finally like went lax on the internet, and then they, he was like, nah, it was his downfall. <sighs> yeah, that and the CIA, bitch. <laughs> you know, the CIA had a little piece. Well, of that's that. what they said. They're all saying it's outside influence. Like you shouldn't be listening. That's that's spies that are starting all this. <laughs> But maybe, yeah. That's the best way to overthrow them. Get their own people to do it for us. Yeah, sure. Arm them. Arm them. Yeah. Help them. And also, them. all we're trying to get them to do is just live free. Yeah, right? but that shit don't work that way. <laughs> Make the new boss. Same as the same old as boss. The old boss. <laughs> That's what's going on in Iraq right now. Iraq, apparently, is just a fucking mess right now. Really? Yeah, there's like a civil war about to break out. That's what they always said. As soon as we, happen, as soon as we left, that's yeah. what's going to happen, right? Of course, man. We, we, you know, there's a vacuum. And when there's a vacuum, someone's going to seek to fill it. And there's a lot of people that are still alive that were alive back during the Saddam era, you know, yeah. and those, those people are going to try to get control of that bitch. And then there's new people moving in. And then there's also the idea that, you know, the, the connection between, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan and all of our resources and you know, what, where the fuck is this country going? And why do we have a hundred different bases all over the country or oh, over yeah. the world? It's like, you know, what are we wasting our time and our resources on? Is this really necessary anymore? Or is this just a bunch of people who have contracts and we keep giving them contracts? Because it's just what we've always done, and that's how they, you know, gotten involved. That's how they keep politicians oh. in office, and and then we're stuck because that's what it seems like what it is. We're fucked, Shafir. This is what they said. What Occupy Wall Street finally said they're like the problem is if you get sponsored by a big corporation, you know, they give you a bunch of money for your campaign, mm-hmm. they can effectively fire you by withholding that money that you need to get elected again. <laughs> you know, saying good luck doing this without you know five hundred million dollars in your in your your ad budget this year or how much it is probably a lot more i don't know 
you need to get those bitches mushrooms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what we need Take to do. Take in the Christmas. That's a good answer to a lot of things. Get Take those mushrooms. bitches on mushrooms. I tell it to a lot and of people. And it really is true. I'm like, when's the last time you did some mushrooms? Maybe you should, here's, maybe here's you should the, check some. It sounds like you could use Last right time now. I did mushrooms, yeah. I found something crazy. Like, I had what? a huge bag of really good mushrooms, and I took half of them and tripped my ass off. Hardest, I've ever, you know, super hard trip, uh, yeah. super visuals. Hang on, hold on. I want to say this real quick. I don't want you to get back to your story. This is what I realized. Everybody's like, oh, the mushrooms I get are super good. And everybody says that, but they really mean is mushrooms are super good. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. Then and then I. Uh, Yo, you ever got bad mushrooms? No, never. The, well, no. The, I have. The really? first time, the first time I took it, had the greatest time. Second time, I ate like two hours before, and was just like sitting on the couch watching Adventure Time and going, "Wow, this is all right." Well, but then, the same, but the I took mushrooms. more the second time, and it was the same mushrooms. And uh, the first time, I tripped my ass off because I didn't eat anything else the whole day. Um, well, it also could be, you know, I've heard of uh, people getting mushrooms. Actually, I heard you of mushrooms. You said it had some mold on it, and the mold well, gave you like food poisoning. It, no, it may, no I, think, I think I think that's what's going to happen. I think sometimes you get upset. sick from mushrooms, and that's usually because See, maybe the mushrooms. I've are never gotten sick from them. My friend barfed his first time. I got a uh, billy goat stomach. I can I yeah. can eat some shit. I've never barfed, but my friend who gave it to me the first time, who may, used to make them for everybody, was said you will get. You feel nauseous, like you're going to throw up. He's like, you won't throw up. Just sit down, look up in the air for a while. The feeling will pass. Fear factor completely changed my whole ability to withstand smells and, and people vomiting. Oh, you can handle anything now. I'm immune. I'm completely really? immune to getting sick watching someone vomit. Wow. You know, because you, I used to get, I used to physically gag if I smelled puke like yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. You remember? You know what baby it was like. Baby bird. I was getting nauseous. Yeah, yeah baby, baby bird was no problem for me, man. I just uh, sat right through that. And the wind would shift and you'd catch a whiff of it. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was horrendous. Baby Bird, if you don't know, was the greatest gag in the history of radio. Greatest radio day of all time. And Ari and I were there. Uh, and we, Bill Burr. And Bill Burr and uh, Jimmy Norton. Norton. And w- what it was was there was this crazy kid that they had working for Opie and Anthony. And his name is Pat Duffy. you got to back up this, tell what, ba- what Baby Bird is. Yeah, well, this is I'm going gonna, I'm oh. gonna to explain it through this way. I'm just going to explain this kid. And they can get this kid to do anything. This kid brushed his teeth with dog shit. He was he was a, a maniac. He's a fucking maniac. I saw him drink other people's puke. I saw him drink a glass full of other dudes' pukes. Dudes threw up. There was like some sort of an eating contest. There was a, there was a uh, eggnog drinking contest. Yeah, but that's this was a different one. I'm talking oh, about a different one. Okay. But I've I've seen him I've seen him do some ridiculous shit. Yeah. Before this, okay. Uh-huh. So. We had uh, a bunch of their guys there for the egg drinking contest, and Pat from Unaki is the ace in the hole. He wins that bitch every year. He's got diabetes. Yeah, he's got he's diabetes. Take a shot as soon as he's done with it. Yeah, so he's not supposed to be drinking eggnog in the first place, and he's drinking like fucking gallons of it. He's a big boy. It's a double shot yeah. every sixty seconds. Yeah, and he's up to like seventy, seventy when did, glasses when did or shots. Start like chucking. Oh, it man. seemed like seven, eight in. Some people, some people. By the way, this is non-alcoholic. This yeah. is just eggnog. Because um, if he drank like seventy shots, he'd be a dead man. You, you yeah, know, you'd be a dead. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so, uh, what was your question? When did people start? Start start barfing because well, like he got up to like seventy. Up. Yeah, he got up to like seventy shots. I believe it was something insane. It was ridiculous, and he said he was going to puke, and we were trying to figure out what to do with the puke. And just as a joke, I did not think anybody would say this. <laughs> I said, "Why don't you have this kid lean his head into the into the the garbage pail and have Pat throw up in his mouth?" <laughs> 
I just said I came up with the dumbest oh. shit ever because I I didn't think anybody would say yes, and we were on edibles at the time, right? <laughs> Probably ninety nine percent sure. Yeah. I always am if I do Opie and Anthony. Um, so we were, you know, high as a kite, and I never thought anyone would actually It was just going to such this. crazy extremes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. The dude lay, he laid on his back oh with, my God. with the garbage pail and put his put his body into it. Like he was getting opened a, up. A, yeah. a wash yeah. before a haircut, just all the way back. Yeah, it was one of those big tubs, you know, a nice, good-sized garbage pail. And he leans back and opens his mouth. And this guy, Pat from Unaki, and it's available online, right? You can watch it. Well, I, I had two of the videos online. One got taken down because somebody complained Third that it was fans. disgusting. But, but there's another think, one on there. Can you find it somewhere? Oh. Just find, uh, well, just we look we up. We can't play it. Why can't we play it? Because we don't have that technology at this here. You know oh, really yeah, here. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, either way, at this one, we, oh, we need so to set great. up that technology here. Huh? Yeah. Uh, but so this this dude... I mean, you could just there's Google a baby bird. There's, there's pictures. A picture I, I believe there's video too. The the amount, the volume there's that came out of like his he's mouth. He's enveloping the other guy. It was insane. It was the craziest thing I'd ever seen anybody ever do. I mean, he's hurling, hurling <laughs> onto this guy's face. And it's like a cartoon throw up. It doesn't totally doesn't look real. You remember <laughs> it's like pouring it was, out a bucket of water out of window. It was insane. so much. It was, it was insane. So much. This it was, giant fat oh. man just unloading. And you know what? I talked to Opie and Anthony. They said they would never be able to do that again. What? They said they can't do that again. Insurance reasons. Insurance reasons. They've tightened it's up. It's actually dangerous. Tightened to down. All milk, fuck yeah, it's dangerous. Probably. Fuck yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> We're glad no one dies. Somebody died in uh, Sacramento, I believe. Yeah, was it Sacramento from people. Water. Mm-hmm. They, they were drinking water. They, they had a cut. Shots of water. See how long yeah, ago. she 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 died from a, a overdose of water. It's on Break.com. Is it on Break.com? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Go check that out, folks. Trust me, it's worth it. And it's just on YouTube also. Sheer ridiculousness. Oh. It's just one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen a person do ever. <sighs> we were there, Ari. That was so great. We it was we so you great. Were there, right? No, you it weren't was, there, Brian. No, you put the videos. But up. I, you, you were sitting in the videos. Listening and I was later. It oh, that's right. He um, wish you were there. The barfing started like seven minutes. People would like throw up, and they were out. And then more people started, and then one guy barfed into some, yeah, uh, Fruit Loops. Oh, and that's started right. Eating it with a spoon. Oh my god, that's fucking that same kid, Pat Duffy. And it just ramped up. Yeah, it was oh, like, it was like, that's oh, right. That's what if started. You eat his Fruit Loops. Oh, that'd be great. And other people started right. because of that. Oh, that's right. I forgot that part. And it was just like oh, building and building, and, and there kid, was so much barf in the air. If you want to have, a, if you want to be a shock jock, that kid is the greatest oh. intern you could ever hope to hire. I mean, yeah. that that kid's a goddamn kamikaze. If he's still alive. If he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He messaged me on Twitter a while back. He, he, and they kept he throwing it that stuff in, in Roland's face. Yeah. And he would almost barf. They kept like oh. showing it to him, them eating oh, the Fruit Loops. It's disgusting. This is the picture. It's the, if you go Baby Bird ONA and do a Google image search, it's the first one that pops up. Oh, what an amazing photo it is, too. Come on. Lord, I want to show this to Jeff. It's just so silly. It's so great. Anyway, what were you saying They about can't that? do that anymore. There's massive law... Massive um, lawsuits, massive, uh, you know. Just, uh, really? You, what, yeah. what, what it is basically is, up too much. you know, they've t- they've clamped down and they've made sure that there's less probability for getting sued. And when there's less probability of getting sued, there's also less a probability of something fucking crazy happening. Supreme Court entertainment just took yeah. on the case. You would love this of um, getting rid of the FCC standards on network television. Really? Yeah. 
They said pretty much since 99% of people have cable, it's ridiculous anyway. Right. Channel 7's okay, but Channel 8's not. Like, right. Like, wh- why? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and they're hearing it now, whether they have to do that or not anymore. But I they think can still find people. people. Are gonna, unfortunately, so people are going to fight it, though. There's a lot of, like, pro-family, pro-Christian. There's they probably a lot just of have money. to rate it. You know, like, there will be a program to be able to show you if there's nudity. At God, look at that photo. <laughs> My God. Look at that photo. Jesus so much fucking bar. Christ. Here, so you you can put bar. that picture up. You can put that picture up in the... Ugh. Is that the only way to do it here? Uh, no, no. Ari emailed it to me. I could do it. Okay. It's, it's showing up. Is that the most ridiculous shit? Uh, it's so, it looks like he's a spider, like breaking it down with his ensigns, breaking uh, down that other guy. It looks like a cartoon. <sighs> anyway, we'll talk about something else <laughs> yeah. before I get sick. God damn. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. It's no fun. I mean, if, if you want to have a business, though, I mean, you got to think, I mean, when you get involved in something like, you know, serious, look, yeah. this is gigantic, fucking huge company that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, they we're not can't lose for everything. everything. Yeah, because you assholes want to drink eggnog. <laughs> hey, idiot face. <sighs> that's the problem, man. Yeah. You know, Anthony Cumi, is, uh, his show is now on uh, iTunes. And he's got a video on it. He has video on iTunes. Yeah, how's he doing that? I think I don't know, but it's, well, he's paying for a video, a video host. Wow! Uh, but uh, I, I tried to do it twice now, and, and the video wouldn't play. Like it, his bandwidth must be fucked or something like that. Because yeah, I would imagine. I think he just did it. I bet he probably doesn't yeah. realize how much money he's going to have or, to pay in bandwidth. Yeah. Well, you, people don't realize you have to have a host. Like if you, if you put something on iTunes and it it is free. You know, I mean, you you can put your shit on iTunes, but someone has to be yeah. downloading it from somewhere, and right. you have to have a host where they down. Like iTunes is not like storing your stuff. Right. And they're not providing bandwidth. They're basically providing a link to uh, a, a website, a server that you pay for. Right. So, and what's funny is that there's a lot of web hosts. Like, unfortunately, I use DreamHost, which uh, all my life has has been great, but I had to yeah. switch to uh, a cloud computing thing where like. Uh, but it was unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage. Oh, I just believe and that. Then, and then, no, I'm on that. Oh, great. And then, and then, but what they don't tell you is, no, wait, it doesn't count like unlimited memory of the computer or something like that. You know, like, like if there's too many people, That's you know, how they get you. Then, yeah. So then you have to raise your bandwidth. And it's a bullshit. The whole thing is a fucking so it's, crock. They tell you it's so- unlimited bandwidth and they tell you. Yeah, but they trick you because then they're like, oh, yeah, it's unlimited all that, but you know, it's uh, your memory, you know, and your computers, you know, you you got to have more, you know, they trick what? you in that. So they make you buy more, more, more hard drives, com- more computer, or more power. RAM. Like, what do you mean by memory? Do you mean by data storage space or is it like, like RAM? Like RAM pretty much. So you buy more RAM? Yeah. And then, and then, so I uh, like now you're done by RAM, but what's bullshit is there, there's cer- like DreamHost. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm going to start bashing you now, but uh, DreamHost, like, will have this thing where you can, DreamHost. you can search, you can search like how uh, you have graphs of how much you use, how much RAM you use every hour, right? And so, yeah. you, you, like, I think I'm paying for, I forget how many, let's just say a thousand uh, RAM. Uh, it, it will, and I'll be using like 400 most of the time. And then out of nowhere, my shit will crash. And they're like, oh, you need to up your even more RAM. You gotta think though, dude. You're you're running a lot of traffic. No, no. But what they're saying is that my RAM has doubled in one second and crashes the computer. But it doesn't show it on the graph. And they're like, oh, it's there's spikes. I'm like, yeah, spikes of doubling in one second, and you don't have it on your graph. Oh yeah. So then they make you go up more. Yeah, they can't prove it to you. So then you go up higher for no reason. So you ganked you? Do you feel like you got ganked? 
Oh, I'm getting ganked every day with really? this fucking dream host. And what's <sighs> funny is I, I've had a website know. with them for a long ass time. And before I was this. on before I was on cloud computing, before when I was just spending like eighteen dollars a month, I still had a website that got hit a lot. You doing all the videos like Carlos Mencia videos and all those other videos we used to do all the time. My shit got hit a lot and it never went down. It never was like a problem, but they get you on these cloud computings now. It's just fuck dream host. That's all I'm saying. Weird. Wow. This is a very angry Brian. Fuck dream host. <laughs> you see him? He's all fired up, man. Science stuff. Gets passionate about his poor little site. It's, you know, I feel like he'd be like a lot more comfortable. He just had a Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah make him a Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm getting you, beat by a wrestler. So you Please really believe me. that if you get this Shorty Award thing, that somehow or another, this yeah, what, you a what a few administ- administers who have contacted me through Wikipedia, uh, they're just fucking trailing you along. I want to tell you a story about George C. Scott. They don't like you, and then once once you get a Shorty Award, they're gonna go, yeah. "Who the fuck gives a shit about your Shorty Award, bitch?" Yeah. And then you're gonna be like, "God damn, George I work so hard to get that Shorty Award." They're making me work for it. Those Wikipedia. Making you bend George over. Scott won an Oscar for Patton and said, I'm not going to that, and just didn't show up. Because what the fuck do I care? Wow. Well, he was a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see The Hustler? Yeah. George C. Scott was a scary oh, yeah, character in The Hustler. You owe me money! <laughs> the scary dude, man. This is after he he's saying he's screaming that to Paul Newman after he fucked Paul Newman's girlfriend and forced her to commit suicide. <laughs> and then he said, You owe me money! I was like, whoa. Like it hasn't stopped. Yeah, he was, oh. a, he was a scary dude. Gosh. That was a great fucking movie, dark, man. Movie. Imagine how good that movie must have been in, like, what was it, like 64 or something like God. that? It was a really old movie, you know? Imagine how good it was then. Huh. Fucking, there's some movies, man, that just hold up, and there's other ones you watch, and you just go, what the fuck? Like, what happened? What happened between, you know? I always got uncomfortable when I saw stuff like that in movies. I don't know why. It made me, like... Feel extra bad with some girl being like unfaithful or like really? really fucking over somebody sexually. That always made me feel like, oh god, that bothers you the That's most. Way worse than if you're experimenting that... on homeless people. Hmm. Did you when you were young? Did you yeah, have like a girl me. that you were really in love with and she she left no. you for another dude? Uh-uh. You always thought that that was going to happen, maybe. Maybe no, that's maybe because it, so it didn't wrong. happen. See, to me, yeah. my oh, so you got it. I, had like, I dated a, a gang of whores yeah. in a row, <laughs> <laughs> and I caught a bunch of them banging other dudes. Yeah. And so when that happens, it's like it lowers your expectations. And so you're you know, like, you really, it's, it's fine. It you you know, I mean, I, I realized as I got older that it was mostly my fault, and I was attracting the wrong person <laughs> to my life. <laughs> you know, you attract you're attracting someone you, you know, someone just likes to fuck, and you're. Like, damn it! Well, I fell I, in love. Well, part of it is that, and part of it is subconsciously. I think you're just trying to attract the wrong person possible. Subconsciously, you don't think you're worthy of anybody any good, so you just get these <laughs> nightmares that you know are never going to last. Yeah, and then you get stuck. I love how Doctor Drew always says that. <laughs> like, do you always date this type of person? Like, no. I mean, yeah, they all hit me, but what do you mean? <laughs> There's no correlation, right? My dad hit me. Uh. People are fucking strange with patterns, man. They're strange yeah. with getting locked into things, you know? Like, I, I knew dudes, that, and I never understood this, that could not stop going to the track. They would go to the racetrack. Yeah. And to they them, could. it was their crack, man. They, you know, there was yeah. guys that didn't even have any money, and they would go and hang out with dudes who had money, hoping that if the guy won something, he would give them a gapper. So they could fucking put it on. Yeah, well, that's the gambler's a gapper? creed. A gapper is, you know, you know, you throw 20 this guy's way, he sweats your match, you throw 50 his way. Like, it's a big thing in the pool world. Like, say, if, you know, if 
if you are hanging with a bunch of guys and everyone's broke and one guy wins a bunch of money, he'll give his friends some money if yeah. they're hanging out with him and they sweat his match. What do you mean sweat his match? Cheer watch, for him. Yeah, watch his match. And it's sort of like when you give guys gappers, it gets, you know, it's, it spreads well. a little of the it's It's the right intention. It spreads <laughs> yeah. a little of the money around. That way, one day when you're broke, because all it's those like honor pool players. Thieves. Yeah. Wow, all nice. those pool hustlers, all, all professional pool players at yeah. one point in time were probably broke. Or will be broke again. It's a tough living. Yeah. You know, when you're out there gambling and you're, you're trying to play in tournaments and you can't get roles and you're trying to make money and you're trying to pay for hotel bills and it's a hard life. The the, the life of the professional yeah. pool player out of all the skill games of the world might be one of the hardest lives. They yeah. don't make that much money, man. It's hard. It's a hard gig. It's hard to put it together. There's only a few guys at the very top that like really make money. Hard gig is so much easier. <laughs> Our gig's the easiest, but you got to be funny. If you're yeah. not funny, our gig is t- death. Yeah, if you can't catch a break. If you're not supposed to be a comedian, our gig is the scariest thing in the world for a lot of people. There's a lot of guys who aren't supposed to be comedians that are doing just I know. fine. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is weird. When you're like, what? We all, everyone agrees you're bad. It's, yeah, it's weird how some guys, even though they're terrible, somehow or another they wind up sticking around long enough to get paid for it occasionally. Yeah. And not a lot. But every now and then they'll like get a gig here and a gig there, and you'll make plenty of money. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is it just a making friends thing? Time in? It's totally a lot of it. Because there's a few people, and we know who they are. We won't have to say any names here. But when they go on stage, it's like they're they're doing their best impression of a comedian. Yeah, you know, I I think that's everybody who starts comedy. Sure, but these are like ten years. They They never lose that. Like, let me do the impression. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know those where you you work with them on the road somewhere, and you're like, "What the fuck am I seeing?" Yeah, but oh. they trick somebody into oh, hiring them somewhere. I think there's enough comedians now that they don't ever have to do that anymore. It's <laughs> not necessary. There's plenty of us. You know, there's enough comedians. You know, you just gotta like get in. Con- there needs to be a network where people can find where the good ones are. <laughs> I sense a resurgence. I sense, I think comedy. Oh yeah, coming back. All this junk is helping a lot. People get to know people way easier. Yeah, yeah. Podcasts help for sure. And they're like, oh, these comedians are a like, cool thing. They're yeah. all sort of talking and stuff. And yeah, having having the podcast and having people come to the shows because of the podcast. But I think even beside, outside of the podcast, like like Louis C.K., you know, yeah. his uh, the situation where he's selling his things online. Ooh. I think that that gives a big resurgence to it too. Yeah, people hear people the story, are excited like, about uh-huh. it. I just remember when the last Comic Standing started, the comedy store numbers went way up. Yeah, just because yeah. everyone had remembered, like, oh yeah, comedy. Comedy is fucking great, man. It's so great. A, it's such a great night. Yeah, as a fan, you know, before I was ever a comedian, man, it was my favorite thing to do. Yeah, I, I would never see. pay a lot extra for it on New Year's because I've seen it too much or anything like that. Uh-huh. But like, it, it's just a good fun date. Yeah, yeah, especially you know if you're in town, whatever. Yeah, we we've gone on the road and um, I, I have a couple of times, and I'm in town when someone I like is playing somewhere, and then I go see yeah. him, and I can actually sit and watch like a, a spectator. You, man, yeah, it's fucking when I, great. When I get high at the store. Sebastian is so goddamn funny. Really, he's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's just so fun to watch. I was like, yeah, somebody made a, a date out of this. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a cool art form, man. I, I love watching it just as much as I love doing it. Yeah, we're lucky as shit, man. I watched Ice Road Truckers the other day. That's way harder. It's way harder. Imagine being an Ice Road Trucker. <laughs> Imagine that. I know the worst job. This is the worst job. What's the worst job? Uh, Tijuana hookers cost used to cost seventy two dollars, and it's the breakdown was sep- uh, sixty for the girl, which she splits up with the pimp. However, I'm not sure. Uh, 11 for the room and one for the cleanup guy. Whoa. That's the worst job. Whoa. $1 cleanup 
jizz spots and and probably over a lot of and over and too. over again. Not just jizz. Oh yeah, Tijuana people just Evidence. shitting all over everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything's going on it's down hot there during the day. They're still at full capacity in business. It's really crazy how close that is to San Diego. I, everybody used to do that as their trip. But could you imagine, man, being a person who lives in Tijuana and just knowing that San Diego's right there? Oh, and right there, there, there's white people with $7 million houses on the beach, and they're drinking margaritas and talking about their pedicure lady. Gross border yeah. town. You're in a, car, a house made out of cardboard. <laughs> it's just 20 minutes away. You could drive to their house in 20 minutes. That's insane. How weird is that? How weird is it that this is a third world and the peak of the first world? San Diego is a pretty goddamn nice city. Some rich it's a beautiful place. Yeah, well, there's one. There's one island. I forget what the island is. It's off of San Diego. It's like a, a little, a, a very <coughs> small and very exclusive island. Yeah, where it's one of the richest pieces of real estate in the country. The, That's where Donald Rumsfeld. No, Catalina is off of oh. this area. It's like Santa Monica. This one is off. It's a small okay. jump between. This and so I, I forget what it's called. Elite. Super wealthy people, like ridiculous, stupid fucking mansions, you know, $20 million properties, shit like that. And that's like a drive to Mexico, man. It's yeah. so bizarre. And I guess, I don't know, I mean, I guess the Mexicans, if they wanted to, can get in a boat and just sneak up and get there really quick. Just pull into their neighborhood with a boat. They come to get you. For yeah. real, man. You could be like oh. hardcore Mexican. You know, gangbangers. They have some castles there. Hardcore too, huh? Mexican drug dealers, and just getting a boat, just get in a boat and figure out a way to just do it by cover of night. They kill people that go into rehab there. Do they really? They're like I said, don't get off the sauce. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? In in Tijuana, all the border towns. I like how you said that too. Don't get off the sauce. Like you're a 1940s movie <laughs> yeah. bad guy. See the fuck is that? Don't get off the sauce. See you listen to me. See. <laughs> Watching old movies like watching a movie from another country. I've been yeah. watching some old movies lately. I saw Billy Madison. Not so old, but that's Billy Madison. Pretty yeah, recent, it's like man. twenty years ago. <laughs> We're talking about like Clark Gable type shit. You're oh, talking yeah. about Billy Madison. I'm talking about watching some stuff from watch some stuff from like the 40s and 50s. Uh, I love it. I'm addicted. Different to language. It. I, I love looking at that old you shit. It's so Rock weird. Empire? Yeah. yeah. What, what did you? What have you ever seen that's good? Uh, I just watched um, How Green Is My Valley. Uh, uh, w- that's a great that? one. The, the one with Clark Gable, uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. That's yeah I think we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. The, the, but it was just weird. It had like yeah. the slavery <laughs> aspects and that and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, that's what was going down back then. Uh, there was something else I just watched the other day. Oh. Have you ever seen uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? No. It's a, uh, Elizabeth, um, what the fuck's her name? The bitch who got married 100,000 times. Oh, Liz Taylor. Taylor, yeah, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor when she was hot as fuck. Yeah, she's my God, when she was young, my God, that woman was hot. That's why we still talk about her. Whew. She, she was now? hot. I don't know if she's still alive. You know, I don't know, but she's you know we'll she's getting old way. there. Yeah. She's married a couple of gay guys along the way. It got it got <laughs> yeah. weird for a while. Poor <laughs> oh, yeah. lady. When she was young though, man. Woo! God damn. I mean, it falls apart for everybody, but. Yeah. I think for her, it was... <laughs> you used to have such a great saying. Did you ever watch the, the wall. color purple? <laughs> Everybody hits the wall. Yeah. You're like, in 800 billion years of development, no one's, the wall the is never the lost. Wall is undefeated. Yeah. The wall is 6 billion and O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever beaten the wall. The wall's coming, bitch. It's coming for you, too. Did you ever see the color purple? Something. Yes. I, I think. I was see the what? Color the color purple. purple. You know what? I might not have. 
Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I was really stoned and yeah, watched Oprah. it. You're like, Oprah? And it was like really weird slavery, sexual slavery shit. And it was weird. Yeah. Well, that was a big part of slavery. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. A big part of slavery was <laughs> the, the master coming down right. and, and banging the yeah, slaves. Danny Glover. That was, that was legit, man. They used to have children with I couldn't slaves. watch it. Th- yeah, but that's what it was about. And I couldn't watch it. It was just too too creepy. Could you imagine? The color purple was right after slavery. You thought, what was color, color purple? purple? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I didn't actually see it. It's one of those that I always intend on seeing, but I never get around to it. Yeah. But I, I, th- I think it was like super common for the slave owners to have sex yeah. with their slaves. Oh, yeah. Benjamin Franklin, right? Didn't he have a ton of grandkids that way? I wonder how many of the male slaves had sex with the, the women. Because that must have been going on too, Had where women were ignored, the, and you know they, oh, they and got they the male slaves to bang them. God, it's the like, punishment for that was just clearly death. I wonder. Is, is it worth it? I wonder. I wonder if you're allowed to. There must have been those stories of having ha- like the, the, she gets pregnant. She's, who did it? Yeah, I, I mean, it has to have happened. Yeah. Listen, man. It, as long as there's dudes slinging dick, there's chicks jumping on them. As long as I've been it's black like, people, they have been attracted to white women. Yep, and as so, long as they've been white women, they've been attracted to black dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like grow my weed and smoke my dick. To the slave. That's what she would say? Yeah. No, that's what you would say to your slave. Grow my weed and suck, suck my dick. Smoke my dick. And smoke my dick. Okay, Brian. Sometimes write these down and go over them and go, is this worth interjecting in there? Grow my weed <laughs> so and smoke my dick. Out and you're like, damn it, that wasn't good. So it all comes from a good place. We have to remember that. It we're talking about, I was, you guys were talking about slaves, right? Mm. Fucking your slaves. Yes, yeah, I get you. And I just said, I wasn't doing a bit, I just... Sorry, he's trying to joke. It's okay, buddy. It's okay, buddy. We're just trying to keep the conversation moving. I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm going to be in Minneapolis. When are you doing? At the end of... Um, are you doing Acme? Rick Brunson's House of Comedy. Oh, what is that? Is uh, that a new place? Yeah, he owns a place in Edmonton, too. Comic Man, strip. I love Minneapolis, but I can't fade that fucking wintertime, son. It's a mall of America. I might never have to leave. So you go... You fly into the mall... No, I won't have to go from the, the flight. Somehow or another, you're going to be outside. That. Yeah, that's you're the gonna worst. Le- You're going to have to be in that tube. Yeah, I hate airplane. it. I hate the winter. It's f- Every booking, I'm like, they're like, what do you got in February? I'm like, what do you got in April? It's cold as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it gets like zeros. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm going to Thursday. And yeah, it's going to start Ohio. snowing Thursday. You're going to Ohio. Yeah, right now it's 50, but supposedly there's just like this sleet and freezing rain and snowstorm uh, shit going the day I planned. I, I hit freezing rain once in Ohio. Did a 360 on the highway. Yep. Really? Yep. Nice. Me and Chris McGuire. 360. Coming, yep. Flipped all the way around. Really? Yep. All the way around. Missed the guardrail, missed everything. We just kept driving. My dad used to. He was driving over the bridge. You know how you go over yeah. bridges, and bridges are the place where black oh, ice forms? Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. actually the wind coming yeah. over it freezes it. So how about that? A 360 on a bridge. What'd you hit? Nothing. Wow. Yeah, spun around. Well, that must be God, right? Yep. Yeah, that must Word. be. Word. Why isn't it God, Ari? Well, maybe it is. Fucking be- maybe it's the secret. Maybe you blow on the ice and not it. make that go. Maybe you engineered it so. My dad used to have this giant suburban, the old style suburbans. Oh, those are great. He got like a second and third motor in it. He just kept it going. <laughs> but he would see people start to skid like like in the in the snow and like come at uh-huh. him like a you know, ten miles an hour, just like that. And he's just like, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Pump it. He was like, Let's just get some cash. Yeah, he's just driving. And he'd be like, a tank. Just, let's just do this off the books. Oh, that's what he do. Yeah, it always. Are you serious? Never fix shit. <laughs> it's gonna be about oh looks God. like eight hundred dollars in damage, right? Let's go. Let's do this. And they would give him eight hundred bucks. How many people hit him? It happened like every other summer. Every so other what winter. would he do? Would he just go out when it's snowing and try to make some money? <laughs> he wouldn't try. <laughs> There's one stop right in a university, and when you cut through university in Arcola, it would be like 
it was just downhill mm-hmm. and just super and it was like people would start to go there and just couldn't stop it could cover with snow and if you're at the bottom of the hill like they're coming right at you nothing you can do uh-uh. i lived on a street that uh completely froze and became a hockey rink and me and my girlfriends or my uh, rather my sister's boyfriend sat on uh, the roof and uh watched we drank beers and watched cars crash <laughs> we watched oh, cars wow. slide down the hill they had those videos smash. online yeah, that's that. my favorite people video. watching yeah. that we yeah, called the so cops we called the cops and the told cops, them cops fucking did the same thing they did the same thing. We told them, we saw the first car slide by the house. Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck? And I go, dude, I think the street is ice now. And so we, uh, we opened up the door and looked, and it looked like ice. I'm like, it looks wet for sure. And I got up to him, I'm like, fuck, it's just ice. Just a sheet of ice. A whole, the whole street. Wow. And we were on a hill. So the whole street is just a sheet of ice. And one after another, cars just came down and boom, hit the curb and went flying <laughs> off into the fucking woods. I love it. Went over, over and over and over, this happened. So we called the cops immediately. So the cops came down, same thing. Bang, the cops bounce off the curb. Boom, the cops slam into the other cars. Just Everybody, keep going. Yeah, they were piling into each other. And all the cars that were parked on the side of the street. Yeah, they were all stuck. They were all stuck and jammed and fucked up. Like some of them were in like little ditches, and some of them were like uh-huh. in the, the woods where the bushes were and shit. And they just kept coming. <laughs> yeah, some people got through it. Some people had some good skills. Some people just slid with it and, and kind of like uh, and, and they straightened it out. To control. Yeah, they managed to come down the hill not too crazy. Oh, that makes it more exciting. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the real the people that really fucked up they fucked up because they came down the hill like they were driving. They wanted to drive. Speed. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh fuck! So if you're going. 40, 50 miles an hour, whatever the hell you were, and then you hit that ice. That's, that's it, bitch. You should have taken bets on like, what the next car is going to do. It makes you think, man, fuck living anywhere where it's that cold. Yeah. We were talking about this before the show, um, that uh, it, there's an um, uh, ice-bound um, fuel tanker in uh, Alaska. It's stuck. Yeah. It, the, oh, the, was before the show? The ocean, yeah. The ocean's frozen around this fucking yeah. boat. And so they got to send a Coast Guard ice cutter. Wow. So the ice cutter is breaking the ice around this Russian tanker. This Russian tanker is just stuck there in a just gigantic skating rink that's the ocean. And it's just creeping around, pressing against the hull. Could you imagine the trillions of pounds of ice? It would be so scary. Oh, my God. And you're thinking it's going to pop. The whole thing's going to pop, and I'm going to die. I'm going to die right here on the top of this fucking frozen bullshit. There was an X-Files episode from Frozen Tanker. Really? Yeah, they got frozen in, and then some virus was out, too, to kill them. Oh, fuck that. They were turning dude. old at a, at a super quick rate. Oh, with the virus? That's what it was? But, yeah. Hmm. And so they had to drink regular water. The only water they had was infected. And so it would make them turn old, and they couldn't get any water. They were frozen in. There was nothing so what did they do? They got rescued right before they died of old age, and then they got sent back to the regular age. Oh, they get sent back to the regular age. How convenient. Yeah, well, they, they fed them regular water or saline. Oh, that's all it like took? That. Yeah. Oh, we just need to get them saline. We yeah. can reverse this. <laughs> Fucking stupid plot. Who wrote that? How dare you, whoever you are? That was at the end of the X-Files when they were basically just phoning in. I'm trying to think when that was. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it was like this isn't this isn't. The they were out there time. though to find something. I don't know why they were out there. There comes a time when some people just phone it in. Yeah, certain amount of seasons like, lost. Hey, we're done trying. Yeah, that's was, why uh, athletes always post date their giant contracts because like I'm not getting another contract. I'm, gonna, I'm done working. I'm not gonna make thirty million. What do you mean year, by post date? They get like more money as a, as the contract goes. Like uh-huh. Ten year contract, so you're making like three times as much in the tenth year as you are in the first year. Oh really? Yeah, but that's when you're gonna be way worse. 
Sure, unless you're some crazy yeah. person that's completely dedicated to always being the best ever. Yeah. You know? How bad did Michael Jordan fall off before he quit? He didn't. He didn't. Did he quit the first time? He was MVP level. No, not when he quit to play baseball. When he quit, quit. Quit, quit. Um, when he came back, he wasn't quite as good. Yeah, he came back after that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he was bad. Then he said he really hurt the Wizards, the Bullets. Really? Because everyone would sort of stand around and watch him. It was Jordan's time. So everyone else got worse. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. funny. So they got to give him the ball so much. Yeah, like Jerry Stackhouse and people had to like watch him really? play. Like he's got to be our first option. I used to be. Now I'm the second. So I guess I'm just not as into it. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. It really hurt the Wizards. Because they, they could have been like a, they got enough one or two pick, but instead he just came. So they ended up getting like that eight or nine pick. So how long did he play with them for? I think a year, maybe two. So that was it. He took off the time for baseball, like one year. You take for baseball? Maybe two, maybe one. I'm not sure. I wonder what that. He was wanted to about. be like. Well, my dad saw my last game. His dad got murdered. Oh yeah. Remember oh, by the yeah. side of the road yeah. in North Carolina. What the fuck? Yeah, and then he was gonna buy the fucking Hornets when they were still in Charlotte, but the owner got super Jewy and greedy about it, and he was like, "If you buy it, it'll be worth more. So I want more money." What? Yeah. A, what, a Michael Jordan-owned of, franchise would be worth more, so you got to pay more than this place is worth. What kind of ridiculous fucking logic know. is that? Then he lost it. People are anyway. funny that way. I, you, you hear some ridiculous claims that people want, want you know, the people yeah. that want things sometimes. It just makes you just go, what? Yeah. That's a pretty ridiculous one. Yeah. Some like, no, what's it worth? Unreasonable. Well, he brings that money to anyone then. Some people are just unreasonable cunts. Yeah. You see David Cross on Conan O'Brien last night? No. What do you do? Is David Cross Jewish? Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, he he was hilarious, man. He he was promoting one of the movies he did was Chipmunks Two. But he's a pretty out there atheist, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was promoting Chipmunks Two, and he was just like bashing it, like, "Don't fucking go see this movie." And one of the producers, like, calling out a producer, really? he even ca- called her out as being a female. He didn't even say her name. Really? Yeah. And he goes, you know, blah blah blah. He just went off, and then he started saying, "You know what? She has all the qualities of why people, uh, when they say they they hate Jewish people or something like that, or oh like like, it, like 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 it was like so uncomfortable." And even Conan, you could tell they edited something right out of there because it was like one of those weird cuts where it's like, "Oh, really? Let's talk about this other show." You know? Holy shit! It, it was weird. I think you can watch it probably on whatever. David Cross does not strike me as an angry guy. He was upset. At this. I just ran into him at the airport the other day. He was super pleasant. Oh no, no, it, uh, he just seemed like he was pissed off at I know, but, but I mean that's what I'm saying I'm saying if someone got him that riled up that yeah. he would be angry on Conan he was just doing it to um, separate himself from the fact that he's doing Chipmunks to Chipwrecked and he used to like mock all movies yeah. like that he even really? said he said the movie that that's what he's doing he said that even the movie Maybe. is a giant commercial for whatever that 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 uh, boat company is that they used in the movie. Uh, boat company? Uh, what's the, one of the cruise, cruise ships? Lines. I don't know. Cruise yeah, it's like one of the cruise ships. He's like, it's just a big fucking commercial for them anyways. And, and he just started going off on the movie to that point where he's t- saying the movie's just bullshit and it's just a commercial. Really? Well, it was I mean, that much worse than the first Chipmunks that he also did. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was so much worse it. that he I couldn't see David it coming Cross. from the first one. I saw He it. chose to take the money but just like shit on it afterwards. <laughs> well... well if it's funny, if he's, is he shitting on it and being funny? Is he just joking know. around? I don't know. I'd call it up. I'm sure it's Maybe there. I can yeah. Find yeah, if it was on last night, I'm sure I, it's I there. read a thing on his uh, website where he had to defend himself when he was doing it the first time, that all these yeah. hipsters were angry at him yeah. for doing the Chipmunks movie. <laughs> like, yeah, that and like Men in Black, they were mad at him for that. It's and so they had, silly. Yeah, he had to defend himself. 
What do you care? He's doing a little kids movie. Who gives a shit? Yeah, they, but that so whole scene, silly. that whole scene used to shit on like Tim Allen for doing like the Santa Claus. You're like, it's a fucking the, kids the movie. The whole who cares? scene is a bunch of bullies who were picked on when they were younger and they became bullies. There's not all. I shouldn't say the whole scene. It's not the whole scene. That alternative but scene. That, back then. There's, it's part of the alternative scene is the pointing fingers at people and the talking down about people and the shitting on people. You know, look, there's a lot of people that are nice people and I don't like their acts. But yeah. they're nice, and I like seeing them. There's a lot of people that I like seeing. Name seven. I can't. <laughs> I can name a few, but I wouldn't do it on the air. There wouldn't be seven, but there might be the four. There might be five. No, there's plenty of people you don't like. There's a lot of people. That, uh, but a lot of those people you don't like at all. Yeah, well, they're yeah. just, you know, there's annoying people. But it, it, the but the point is, there's, there's a certain uh, in and it f- club you know, being a part of it, that yeah. al- that scene, the alternative scene, and there's a, it's a very judgmental and sort of like a bitchy little scene. You know, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to generalize completely, but the the well, idea that I always believe- got was yeah. that they were like the dorks in high school, yeah, and now, now they're, powerful. they're and now they're powerful. They took the power, but you, they're they're turning on other people the same way people turned on them in high school. It's yeah, like, it's not as like, bad as that now. It's no. kind of way better. But yeah, yeah it seemed like I totally. There was, there was there was a vibe of that. Yeah. Bert, Bert Kreischer told me a horrible story once about uh, a, a bunch of alternative guys being mean to him, and I was like, you know, like it's it's so stupid. You know, when when you see someone that it's you just know, homerism. Yeah, it's just like our thing. Just like saying Brooklyn's the best or Stockton's the best, and it's, like, it's clearly not. Well, you know, there's a like, okay, but it's just like saying our thing is the people we happen yeah. to run into are the best comics in the world. And it's like, and not other people that you randomly didn't run into. I think it's also a thing where people want confirmation that they're on the right track, and the yeah, best way to do that is, is to shit on people who are on a different. So you got to make your team the most powerful team. Yeah, yeah. What is that, just man? Where like the people want you to be on their fucking your your cell phone provider? You yeah, know? yeah. Like, they get mad if you're not. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You still with AT and T, bro? I come thought on. you smarter than that. I thought you were smarter than that. <laughs> Because you want to be 100% right in all your choices. Yeah, right? And just yeah. like, no, in my neighborhood, uh, Verizon's not good. In it's yours, like, it is. It's a re- the difference. It's really like a religious thing, too. Yeah. It's, just, it's all the same shit. We're fucked. We're stupid. We're a stupid monkey. We're not supposed to have this kind of power, Shafir. That's right, the real issue. We're whatever they want. We're still supposed to be figuring out consciousness. We're, we're, we're not supposed to be working on nuclear bombs at this <laughs> stage. You know, We're way ahead of ourselves, technologically. Right, Brian? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at, Brian? I'm trying to get this clip for you. This is when the silence attack. You're watching something. So I have to Hawaiian? watch fucking commercials. Yeah, that's just how it goes now. You can't watch a YouTube clip anymore. You got to watch some 30 seconds of bullshit first. Very, very annoying. Yeah, god damn it. And this is five minutes. This was five minutes of commercials. What? Yeah, it's on Team Coco's website. Wait a minute. You have five minutes of commercials before you can watch five the clip? minutes. No, no. You get to watch like the first like. 40 oh, first or, break. 20 minutes or something uh-huh. like that and then they make you watch like a five minute commercial oh. break so they make you do it they do it just like it's TV regular TV yeah wow you can't find there's no YouTube clips of that or Hulu from that well I, I just have a feeling that the ones I will find will cut off before oh. it's I, I mean at least at least this is sort of some sort of an alternative for them to be able to advertise on uh, yeah. videos and, you know, yeah. and promote these videos getting out there I mean if you all you have to do is watch some 30 seconds clip here or there. They do it on South Park Studios too, in between breaks. Do they? Like every once in a while, they play a 30 second commercial. Not much though. And they have the kids cursing, so it's way better. So, Brian, did you find it online anywhere else other than the uh, Team Coco website? No. I heard that uh, that show is not doing very well ratings wise. Oh, yeah. Everyone's saying that. That's, the same people weird, weren't man. watching it after. People loved Conan O'Brien when he was on NBC in that time slot. And for whatever reason, why can't they follow him? 
It was, why isn't it the same those amount people of people following only, them? I think some. I, I guess you can DVR it, but I feel like those people were. I don't know. People liked liking him. They liked the idea of liking Conan. But you would think you would. But have... they didn't really watch when he was on earlier. Hmm. Really? I mean, they didn't watch. You can blame it on the lead and all you want, but those people weren't. The people weren't watching. All my friends were like that's way better. I'm like, when's the last time you watched it? Nobody well, it is a it. it is a weird thing that they had they when they did that Jay Leno thing when they had the Jay Leno yeah, show at ten and they had the Tonight Show at eleven that was wonky uh-huh. that was okay. a, that was a silly I idea got everybody talking here, about here it here it is <laughs> okay so uh, it doesn't it doesn't it just in your professionally worst thing that ever happened to you yeah it's um it was just it was a miserable experience because of he's uh, talking not about the, being the in the movie Chipmunks too uh, I just um, I had a I was forced at legal point. Uh, to spend a week on a cruise ship. And I know you and your family love going on cruises. That's and, all uh, we do. I know, yeah. I know, I know. So I'm not You're trying talking to... About I've never been on a cruise in my no, life. No, Conan, stop it. It's no. me. We, uh, all right. Yes, let's just say I love you going go on, on cruises. on the Disney fun time cruise and, uh, you know... Um, so far, it, it sounds it's, fine. It's, now, how could they legally... Why would they legally want to make you be on a cruise ship? Explain I that don't to know! Me. I don't know! It was terrible. Well, it was, there was no reason for me to be there. If you, if you see the movie and don't... Uh, uh, it was... And, it, I mean, uh, first of all, chipwrecked. It's a pun. You know, kids... Five-year-olds love puns. They yeah. love it. They love wordplay. And... Uh, and it, it's a big commercial for uh, Carnival Cruise Lines. Is, is the, the entire movie. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and they thought, won't it be fun to get David on there? And, uh, and the scenes on, uh, that take place on the cruise ship, uh, I am always in a Pelican mascot foam rubber outfit where you cannot see any of my flesh, <laughs> nor do I have any dialogue. <laughs> Well, wait, if that's the case, uh, I'm sure you said to them, get a stand-in, get someone else to be in the foam rubber costume and, and take them away on a, on a cruise for a yeah, week. Yes, um, I, I tried that line of logic and uh, reason, um, but there was one producer who, everybody else had my back, and the director was like, oh, we don't, it's fine, we don't need him. And I'm in the middle of Todd Margaret, too. I was in yeah. London, and, and, uh, and, uh, and they're like, no, you have to go, or it's more like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and there's this one producer, and I won't say, but uh, she is the personification of what people think about when they think negatively about Jews. So, to give you, you know when, when, when people conjure up... Uh, no, no I don't. Uh, Let's talk about your show, The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd. Margaret, very funny show. I'm sure you enjoyed it. And then there was a cut where even Conan's arm like moved a little bit. I didn't see the cut, but I definitely uh, saw him oh, pretty uncomfortable. Do you want to see the cut? No, I don't care. Okay. Um, yeah, wow, that was uh, strong words. But I wonder if he's like yeah, really he's good friends around. with the girl and he's just fucking around. Yeah, it could be that, that he was like. Serious. It could be that he was like good friends with her, and that was just a joke. Bashing a movie that just was released that that, that person's producing, I doubt it. <laughs> did, 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 was he bashing the movie? Yeah, he like said, he "Don't jo- see the movie," and then he said, "It's just a big commercial for Carnival Cruise Lines." Right. Well, did they make him do the movie? Is that what happened? Was he contractually obligated to do the second film? No, I don't know. I, don't know. I think he was just pissed about being on that boat for, for a week. Yeah, that was the bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It didn't offend me. It didn't seem that bad at all. Yeah, I mean, no, the no. movie is what the movie is. If <laughs> you made a joke, see you made a movie, joke. Like, don't say it. It's for five-year-olds. Yeah, he's what a he fucking said. comic. It's not for him. He did a job, and it's not, it's not his gig, you know? I'm just saying it was funny. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> well, he's funny. David Cross is fucking hilarious. Um, but, yeah, it probably sucks to be him and be one of those movies and take all that hipster shit. Those yeah. hipsters are probably, like, super mad at him. <laughs> they were. Dude, you fucking totally sold out. And that, 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 that's selling out. Thing with that with that restaurant show? No. What? Oh, you got to look at it. What is it? He went off on a heckler and then somebody, but like, to where, I don't know, it got weird. And some, some comic that was there wrote about it, just saying how it was so fucking weird. Oh, I did hear about that. He was trying out some new material and someone was filming him. Yeah. Yeah, and he asked the lady to stop filming him because he didn't want it to get on the internet, which is you know valid, especially because he was yeah. doing a free show. Yeah, but just the bashing afterwards. He bashed people. Yeah. What did he say? It's just calling her fat and ugly. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't know. So you know, it got uncomfortable, which is fine. It How happens. bad was it? Did you see it? No, my friend did. He was there, and he was like, "Yeah, it was super uncomfortable." He just, you know, you've got, you've done it before. Where it's like, ah, I went too harsh on this girl. You know, it's we're not a hundred percent. We're guessing. Like, where's the line right now? Well, not only that, you can we're be ang- you could time. be angry and, yeah. and lose your you composure no a little. Or your girlfriend yeah. could just said oh, something that makes you fucking mad at women. Or it could be the just the seventh day in a row where you've been heckled. Yeah, you can't get through your shit. Who knows? What well, was but it? Just a woman saying, holding up the camera? Or was it someone it was heckling? Just one girl. She said she just had her thing. She said, "I'll sorry, I'll delete it." And he's saying what you didn't see was her. Uh, you have to look at it. What she's saying? What, he responded to this comic. Said you were fine. That was well written. You're funny comic. Some new girl. Uh-huh. And he goes, but what you didn't see is when I asked her to shut it off, her roller eyes and, and mouth asshole to her friends. Well, you know, I, I see his point of view, but yeah. I see hers, too. My buddy too. was there, and she go, he goes, yeah, I saw her do that. That was after he was ripping into her. Like, after she said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'll turn it off. Well, who stop. knows? I mean, we're just commenting. You have yeah. to be there, but... I was talking about last night. There was like, why, what, what, why do some people not able to just say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't the, that wasn't the best... Well, some people never want to be wrong. And some people are really young, too. It's okay. Yeah. Well, it could be... Who knows? Who knows? We'd have to hear him talk about it and them talk. I mean... He might say something completely different. Yeah, we would have to actually see a video to fucking tell the truth, really. To be able to decipher for ourselves. Eh, I don't really kind of get into it. No, don't care at all. Did you uh, see what happened with Stanhope? The kid uh, stole his shit and was like literally verbatim putting Stanhope bits on his blog. Really? As if he's this fucking, you know. Just saying it in front of like a camera? No, wrote it, wrote it. Article, oh, you know, written, written little really? articles as in his blog entries. Oh, what did Stanhope do? Oh my God, Stanhope went, in, went after him with the power of Thor. Stanhope went onto his, uh, his Facebook page and posted in every photo on his Facebook page, you're a fraud, you know, like little jokes about him being a fraud. Stanhope uh, put it up on Twitter. So, of course, the swarms of human beings who went to this guy's website, and the guy had comments up on his website. And his yeah. comments were just filled with people saying, you're ripping off Doug Stanhope, you fucking hack, you this, you that, and just torturing this poor guy. Yeah. And, and Stanhope did it for hours. <laughs> for hours, he just had people just fucking just going after this poor fuck. And the guy apparently is a comic. You know, he just tries to... <laughs> Tries to be Mr. Cool Guy and... and, and He's a comic, too? Yeah, he tried to be Mr. Cool Guy and steal Doug Stanhope's material. 
and pass it off as his own. <laughs> so, so he's just getting tortured? Oh, my God. He's done. He had to pull his Facebook. The next day, his Facebook and his blog were both there's down. screenshots of it all, and there's a Facebook page all about it. I forget the name really? of the Facebook page. Where oh, it yeah. shows what, like, you know, like the they con- saved that it. Stan Hope wrote on each photo. <laughs> 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 yeah, Stan Hope wrote some funny shit. Well, he, he was his dad. I wonder how sad his father would be if he knew his son was a fraud. <laughs> it's just... I mean, Stanhope just kept going after the guy, but the, you know the guy is like so retarded. Like the, the way he did it was so dumb. He just copied a famous comedian's work. That's what you're gonna do. You know, you want to come off as like a guy who really? I mean, did you think that somehow or another yeah, I no guess one thought would, it'd be okay? It's okay because people were reading it instead I used to of play hearing all the time it in college. For, did just you like, just I to pass grades? Yeah, just to pass. I was like, I don't want to do this work. Fuck, just, right? You know, just copy someone else's work. They can't do that anymore. No. Because if you have a file, there's programs yeah. now that they can run that file oh. through and it'll recognize plagiarism. But I wasn't trying to say, like, like mm-hmm. I didn't want any recognition for what I've done. <laughs> right. Want to win yeah, of course. You just wanted to get out of your situation. Yeah. You're just forcing to get to that spot. There's software now to, to just, wow. Yeah, there's software, awesome. online software, where be. you can find songs. duplicates of that? your work That's online. cool. I didn't know teachers had that. Mm. Yeah, oh, you're fucked now. My buddy John Wilbur, my, my brother-in-law now, I guess, actually, my brother-in-law's brother, but uh, he copied word for word out of Cliff Notes one day, and uh, the teacher was like, you copied this from Cliff I can the same exact paragraph. There's not a word changed. And he just stuck to his story. He was like, nope, no, sure didn't. No, I made that up. Wow. She goes, this entire paragraph, there's not a word changed. <laughs> well, you know, uh, if, he's, if he's that confident, it's yeah. Nope, I don't get in trouble. <laughs> What kind of a teacher is that? It was it was one of the non-Jewish teachers we bust in. Oh, one of the non-Jewish teachers. Yeah. Like, they couldn't hang? I think eventually she was like, fine, whatever. You was it like care. just they couldn't deal with the Jewish men? What was it? Probably like, look at this brat. He, well, he refuses to admit it. Fine, I don't give a shit. Then fucking c- copy for the rest of your life. But the Jewish teachers would come down on you for shit like that? Is that they, what you said, non-Jewish? Yeah. Like there's, the non-Jewish teachers more, were easier? More than non-Jewish ones we just didn't respect. Really? Yeah, they just didn't have our... How come? We could run over them. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about this lately. There were some teachers, you all agreed, we're not going to respect you. Really? And year after year, everyone makes the same agreement. Nobody talks about it. Wow. And there's some teachers, like, you don't fuck with Robbie Krakauer. Yeah, what is that, is. man? What is it that some kids just like certain teachers and everybody gets along great? I don't know. It might be, like, hidden, like, nonverbal cues you're giving out or, you know, I have no idea. There's weak teachers and there's strong teachers. Yeah. They all have the same curriculum to teach. What that has got to be the biggest fucking problem with this country. It's got to be what? the biggest problem is how kids go to school, the education mm-hmm. system. You know, coming out of it with your fucking head together. Yeah, trying to decipher all the nonsense, stupidity, and fucking programming, and and the idea that you know no one ever gets pushed into our field. No. no one ever. No one ever says, you know what, Ari, you're always cracking jokes in class. You're a funny guy. You obviously no. need attention. Have you thought about going to an open mic night? No one's ever said that to you. Have you thought about maybe being a stand-up comedian? Yeah. No, you have to get some job somewhere. Yeah, you have get to. Get some job, stupid. Even when you were doing it for a little while, they're still like, come on, how much longer? The preparation for a shit existence. That's the worst part about it, man. The worst part about it is it kind of breaks your soul when you go through shit boring classes in school. It breaks your soul for the idea that you're, it prepares you for the idea that you're had, always going to have to do this. I had this. a teacher, he taught modern American lit. Um, and his deal was this he goes, You will never have to know anything about what Joseph Conrad wrote. What you were learning here with the Bachelor of Arts is how to get reports done on time. 
Whoa. That's it. That's all you're learning. Jesus. You're not going to have to apply any of this. If it's Gerald, when is that going to come in your regular life? Never. But you're going to have to learn. When I say 9 o'clock on Tuesday, have it on my desk. That's all they're preparing you for. Wow. I think he's right, and I really large degree. Yeah, he is right, for sure. I mean, that is what ultimately it is. The, this, the, the, that's what's getting measured, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can't measure how much you're learning. You measure how, much, how well you're doing on tests and how much you know, effort you're putting into your, your paper. Why are there measurements? It's supposed to be you're just going to learn. People it's are like- lazy as fuck. We want to make sure you're doing your work. And not only that, it's not just about educating people. It's about educating people and preparing them for work. You know, because that's yeah. really what it's all about. And there's there's a certain amount of discipline that you're just not going to have. How would you be able you... to get it, like a creative kid, and nurture them from the start? Psh, fucking hard, man. The schools are real. I mean, they know they have art, right? Well, you know, we got to we, we boxed ourselves into a bad situation as a species, as a race, as a as a civilization, because what? we need a lot of people doing shit that sucks. Oh yeah. It's not like as a child like you're groomed into a world of happiness and 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 prosperity and fulfillment and no there's a lo- there's a maze and yeah. there's a fucking million pitfalls and million jobs that you can get into that are not going to be satisfying to you. You have to figure you your way through those. We need people, we need someone, we need war machines. You ever meet you know? somebody and when when you try to explain to them why they're wrong or misguided, you realize you're so stupid. I don't I have to rethink how I'm going to express this to you. Well, to some like people dumb it yeah. Down so some much. people just don't have enough information information in their head and they you know the, their their view of the world is very limited yeah. I've, I've met very few stupid people i've met a lot of uninspired i shouldn't say i met very few i've met uninspired a lot people but much more more people are uninspired than are stupid there's definitely stupid people though there's it must be like explaining stuff to your kid no because kids like, get things man. Uh, kids get things and they don't have any quick. refusal to get anything no kids get things and they bring it up the next day they have questions about it the next day like they're they're pondering an idea the the kid it, it's really? not yeah they don't have any prior programming that you have to fuck with the real problem is a person who grew their whole life and and and, and their mind developed it's a ridiculous yeah way. and just stuck in that yeah, way like you know like you get some poor guy who's a fucking fundamentalist christian one of those crazy speaking in tongues guys yeah. you know and at 40 years old he's just starting to branch out on his own and escape his his former pa- i mean what are that guy's lost you know? yeah what are his chances good luck being able to do it Good luck. No way. Yeah, you, if you, but if you got that guy when he was a baby and, and brought him up in a reasonable household where people were logical and loving and, yeah. and you know and kind of like gave him a, sort of a, a helpful boost, but let him know, hey man, this is a crazy world and nobody understands it. Stick, stick with, close yeah. to the people you love and uh, enjoy yourself if you can. Yeah, this is what they say with autistic kids: like the earlier you get them, the more normalized you can make them. Really? Yeah, but you got to get them before they set in patterns. There's something to do with with autistic kids and um, you know whatever it is that's causing that, and there has to be. I mean, it's a very unpopular opinion, but there has to be something to do with autistic kids and the next stage of human evolution. What do you mean? It has to be because there's so many people that are savants, so many people that have autism, or so that'll um, lead to a jump in development or something. I, I think what uh-huh. they're experiencing, Maybe. what these people are experiencing, for whatever reason, because of their disease. Um, what you know, and not not all of them can do this, but the few that can, there's so many of them. There's so many super genius autistic kids. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a million videos you can look at them. I'm exaggerating, obviously, yeah. but there's a lot of videos you can go online. And yeah. there's a the one kid that we talked about that can look out the window of a plane and draw the exact scene yeah. perfectly. 
I mean, he could just memorize things. There's there's people that can do very very complex mathematics at a really young age. There's yeah. a, a kid that's uh, he's got something like Asperger's or something, and he's a, this incredible composer. He's composed like five symphonies, and he's like 11 years old or something nuts. Well, like that. This guy Asperger's hangs out the store, and all he does is make it socially uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> Well, maybe no one ever put a fucking pair of drumsticks in that kid's hand. Maybe. You know, maybe yeah. you get that motherfucker on a drum skit. But I, 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 when you see something that's hyperhuman, yeah, and it's a, it's also attached to a disease. You know, it's, it's like when you develop webbing for in Waterworld, right? So you start between your toes forward. and shit, so yeah. moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, I wonder what it is. But when when you see people capable of incredible feats, and they also have this incredible um, emotional and, and psychological impairment, you know, this yeah. inability to communicate and connect with people, or what, what, or whatever it is that they have, whatever you know, personal kink they have, but to also have this superpower, that's a, it's amazing, man. It's amazing when you watch those shows, like whenever they have like an A and E show or something, when they, they feature a bunch of people who can do like ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some people that literally are another thing they're like they have a little bit of the new thing in them you know and i wonder how many more of them we have now than just a hundred years ago you know i wonder how many more people are born i mean there's obviously like super geniuses always there's always been yeah. guys like tesla you know and and, and stephen hawking and, and, and dudes of that well, nature he's still alive yeah it's crazy isn't it yeah he most people with Luke so many years ago yeah most i mean it fucked him up it's yeah. not like it came out feeling fine yeah but like he's still alive. Yeah, he's alive and, and making computations with his fingers. You know? <sighs> How's he doing that? I have no idea. God, I when I heard about Patrice not being able to talk before he went, it was like, yeah. oh, that's it. That's who he is. That's everything I know about him. It revolves around his mouth. Yeah, that's horrible. This guy's figured out a way to do something. Wow, keep it going. To, to keep it going. He, you ever seen his fingers move? He moves no. and he clicks on this thing and he can kind of. Moves and, and chooses words from the screen. It's really amazing. Wow. It's amazing. He invented all that junk for himself. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I don't it's know. Still amazing. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to downplay the. the I, mean, I wonder. I wonder what keeps a dude like that moving on because there has to be some form of enjoyment for him as well. Yeah. I mean, he must be enjoying. Yeah. Some something about yeah his his science career. You it's know, one of your clear like biological imperatives is to continue life. Yeah. So he's like, he has to have some reason to, to do that. Stay alive. Yeah, he must, he must get fulfillment out of it. Finding out new shit or writing a book. Just like anybody. Yeah, what a strange situation, man, to be trapped in, in your body like that and doing computations with your fingers on this thing. Click, <sighs> click, click. Click, 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 click. Whose phone is uh, next to the computer? Because the thing keeps going. Dick, 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 dick. Is that your phone, Brian? Mine's way over here. Mine's over yeah, here. next to your computer, right? Yeah. It's not the computer, though. It has nothing to do with the sound. Though. You sure? Yeah. Well, doesn't sound come through that computer? Yeah, but it's completely muted. It's completely muted. I don't think it has to do with the, the mute. I think it's the electricity. Oh, yeah, the electricity. It's, pops the it does that in radio sometimes. Yeah, it's not the matter of the computer being muted. It is because you have the phone next to the computer. It's like picking up a signal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not a mute thing. It's not like it's coming through like a, like a sound. They say that when you're shooting sometimes. They like turn your phones off. Yeah. On mute, off. We're getting feedback. Yeah, it goes. It'll do it in your car sometimes, too. If you leave it right near your stereo, if you have a hole underneath your stereo for where your CDs go or something, you leave it there, it's real close. It'll find through. How fucked is that, man? How fucked is this some signal that's having a war inside your car? They're battling for dominance. And meanwhile, these are all bouncing around inside. That's the reason they tell you to turn your phones off on the plane. Is that it? I think so. Because if everyone's doing that, it could really come through. Makes sense. 
phones make sense, you know, or what doesn't make sense, like iPods. That yeah. doesn't make sense. That seems silly. Yeah. But you know what? Whatever. I think it's an it's an exercise in getting people to pay attention to rules. It's just like moving your seat yeah, back. A lot of people forward. think that it's just to get you ready for the. Well, otherwise, how do how do three older women control an entire plane full of people? It's like, listen, I want to fall asleep now. I don't want to turn it back on. I'm going to listen to music the whole time. Yeah, can I just fall asleep with it in? Can't. You're going to kill us all. I got caught once. Was it that easy to kill people? If all you had to do is like keep an iPod on, (laughs) and the plane would fall out of the fucking sky. And one of the Holtzman's old jokes. That's what happened to the space shuttle. Space shuttle. Oh, is that what you see? Some Jewish couple in the back had the tray table down for the kosher meal. <laughs> and now uh, you can't take off with the kosher meal tray down. Yeah. It's a weird thing that you could actually even tell people that if you had your phone on, it could be in danger. Like, what? Fix that. Yeah, <laughs> get it done. Fix that. You know those A380s? There's an article today. I think I retweeted it. What those uh, a, uh, A380s are showing cracks on the wings. <laughs> really? Yeah. Those ones that were built how long ago? Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Well, there's apparently there's uh, one of them was a Qantas jet and uh, two other ones. Once. Were you? Yeah, with you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were. Yeah, world's biggest super jumbo jets must be grounded, say engineers, after cracks are found in the wings of three Airbus A380s. Cracks are some of the worst things you can find in a wing. Um, yeah, I would say. <laughs> two Singapore Air super jumbos and one Qantas. Both airlines admit the cracks but say the planes are safe. What? <laughs> much, this is our quote. Oh Bro, my God. Relax. Are you out of your mind? This is amazing. Those are huge fucking planes. When Ari and I flew in it, it's like flying in a giant apartment building. That's weird. We, there was like, we sat in the front and there was a, a second floor. We could like go upstairs to the bar. So there's actually a bar that you can sit at? Yeah, like there was a, real a bar. bar. There was a bar. That's cool. Yeah, there was a bar and they had like magazines out and shit and they would just serve you food or drink, whatever you wanted. The entire time you're there, it was it was Weird. ridiculous. It's the, the 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 thing that you get in first class is like it's like an apartment. It's wow. huge. It's enormous. It spins. Your seat spins like it goes straight if you want to lie down, or you turn it sideways and it can be like a lazy boy. And then you have this big ass flat screen TV in front of you. I mean, it's ri- wow. ridiculous. And the food is really fucking good. Huh. It's like most airline food sucks, right. but like like Qantas first class, fucking good meals, man. Huh. It's yummy food, and you're 30,000 feet above the ocean, hurling through the sky in a metal tube. It ain't like Southwest, <laughs> the tasting menu, The eight-course tasting menu. Yeah. That's what they had. It was so delicious. Fucking great, man. You get pajamas. Yeah, you get pajamas and toothpaste and shit. I jerked off on the plane. Did you really? Yeah. Hmm. Here's what you got to do, because the pod is not completely enclosed. So if, you're, if any rich people are listening, you don't turn your body towards um, away, I mean, from the, from the opening. Mm-hmm. You have to turn towards it because you're always worried like somebody might be right. coming up. So right. turn so you can see him come through the netting. Right, because they can see you down there beating off yeah. if you're beating off. Yeah, to but the I, went, right. I put my head by where my dick would be and uh-huh. I looked at the lady behind, like who could get an angle at it. Mm. She was asleep. Right. So I was like, okay. How much time do you think you took? Probably, probably it was probably a little longer. Probably like two, two full minutes. Two full minutes. Yeah. Were you furious or were you just no, no? That's gentle? why. I was like, stop, and then I was like, stop, gentle. Coming, stop. Yeah, real gentle, but. You base up on the left hand and jerk it on the, with the right. That's what you were doing? Yeah, because I was on the right side of the plane. That's probably good for your course. core as well. Yeah. Support yourself in that way? Well, just so you don't yeah, fall over. And then would you shoot time. it into your pajama tops? No. Uh, I shot it into the, um, the you know, those slipper socks they give you? Yeah. I turned one of those inside out and shot it into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 
I was forced like a peasant to use my regular socks. For the I was on a plane once with Melanie Griffith, and we were flying to England. She was sitting right in front of me, and there was a dude who was right beside her. And you know how when planes uh, in the first class cabins, that their their seats don't line up like everyone's not head to toe. They're oh, yeah. kind of staggered because they're these big ass pods. Yeah. Well, the way it was staggered was Melanie Griffith head lined up directly with this fat guy's ass <laughs> it was right across the aisle no more than a couple feet away her head directly lined up with his ass and he unloaded this dude unloaded <laughs> in the middle of the flight one of the most horrific tate like farts our friend tate fletcher is known for having the most ferocious farts because Tate's a big giant dude and he takes a lot of protein powder and when you eat a lot of protein like your body like gets not, rid of it gets rid of a lot of that process that extra shit well and it turns into farts <laughs> and this dude just I mean I don't know what he ate but he was a big guy was and a, by yeah. the way I don't even know if it was his fart because it's not like I have a fucking locator but if you're on a plane and there's a fart and you see a fat guy that guy gets blamed he blamed he gets blamed and his ass is lined up yeah it's more than like black kids get blamed for stolen things Things. Fat people get blamed for farts on planes, always. Like that's like the first person you look to. Like fuck yeah, it was him. And the way it lined up it was just his ass was just right across from her face. It was horrific, man. I mean, it was a it was a nightmare fart. And I mean, what are the odds in life that you would ever have your face or Melanie Griffith's face that close to your ass that you could unload on her face like that? And you were like, you know, I think I should fart on her face. I talked about it on stage that night in England, you know, because it was so ridiculous. Because I mean, I would just—it was just such a preposterous lineup. But I, I could never turn it into a bit. But it was really hilarious at the time. I just—I couldn't imagine. Well, and I was thinking, what if this guy like had planned this out? What if he like came to Melanie Griffith's agent and he said, "Listen, uh, I'd be willing to pay a million dollars to fart in Mrs. Griffith's face." <laughs> and like, you're out of your fucking mind. You know, we I'll can't bring that offer. offer to her. Just bring it to her, man. And Let they, her they, they wouldn't. They, they, then the agent said, "Listen." I think we can work something out. I've, I've been 10. looking at how these planes line up, and this is what I want to show you. Look at this. Here's your seat. Here's Melanie Griffin's seat. Look where your ass would be. Look, we, we got it. I think we got it. I think we got it. Melanie doesn't even have to know. Isn't that a little unethical, keeping the money from Melanie? I mean, that's part of my thrill. Well, you know, I'll just slip it into her bank account. Melanie doesn't have to know. Just a little extra money in her bank account. This guy just opened his ass on Melanie's head. It was hot. It was a hot fart for sure. There was some heat to it. That was one where you might not have known how bad it was before you let it go, but once you let it go, you realized how atrocious, (laughs) what a terrible person you are. How you should be despised. Think about all the shit particles from your ass that people have been forced to acknowledge in their nostrils. Word? Word. We have one of those crazy pods to Brazil. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like. Oh. Ari's going to Brazil with me. We're going to party. That We're going to party cool. in Rio. Hey, Apparently, it's the nuttiest crowd for MMA ever. Like, you've never seen a more enthusiastic Really? And they're all crowd. Brazilian on the card. A lot of Brazilians in the card. And uh, good ones. Husamar Paul Jarez is fighting. That's a fucking great fight, man. That's going to be interesting. And like it must go nuts for it. Aldo fighting Chad Mendes, man. I wouldn't want to be Chad Mendes in Brazil. Oh. Jesus Christ. Aldo Aldo and Anderson. You they're know, like heroes. They're there, heroes. Right? They're heroes. Well, they're two of three. I mean, it's really, there's no country like Brazil, man, where there's three UFC champions. I mean, there's only, how many weight classes now? There's 35, 45, 55, 70, 85, 205, and heavyweight. So there's seven, seven weight classes, and three of them are dominated by Brazilians. Wow. That's amazing. They don't have that in Americans. 
What's that? They don't have as many Americans. No, George St. Pierre is 170, but then um, Mick Diaz and Carlos Conde, two Americans, are going to be fighting for the interim belt. So that's going to be... Why? Oh, interim belt. Well, it means a lot because George is out for a long time. How long is he out? His knee's blown. He had to get surgery. Oh. He had to get a a patella tendon graft. It's a big surgery. The patella tendon graft is a really difficult one. The way they do that, it's a long road to recovery. You have to, they take a chunk of bone out of your your, uh, kneecap and a chunk of bone out of your shin and they slice the patella tendon. They take a piece of it off and they use that piece to recreate the ACL, the anterior cruciate ligament that's inside the middle of the knee, the stabilizing ligament. So then they have to screw that in place. They have to drill holes and then they have to take the little piece of bone took from your kneecap and stuff it into your bone stuff it into your you know your your humerus is that what it is what's the thigh femur femur stuff it into your femur and then they stuff it into the lower one too whatever your shin bone is yeah it's gnarly shit so he's out for a long time forever whatever you had yeah you were jacked well that is actually a a technique that they've been using for a long time that the patella tendon graft more than more than 20 years okay because i had it done a patella tendon graft done in the 90s i had it done i believe it was 93 I had it done, um, but now they uh, more more likely are use um, uh, a graft from a dead person. I have in my right knee oh, nice. a cadaver graft. Really? Yeah, they use um, the Achilles Sean tendon. Sean two new knees. Is he really? Two new plastic knees. Artificial knees. He has no wow. cartilage in his knees. Either oh, one of his knees. God. Zero. Our friend Sean Rouse has a crazy form of arthritis. It's like super aggressive arthritis. He's still happy now. I'm so sure. Excited. He's be able to walk I'll believe him. Got him bumped up. Yeah, yeah. Avi Lieberman. I was like, I know a guy who works at whatever. So what are they gonna? You know how they do that, man? They have to cut your knee off. Yeah, he's got pretty much nothing. You ever see how they do hip replacements? No, it's gnarly, dude. They cut your. They they, take the socket out. They cut it off. They saw it off, and they put a new socket in there and drive it into your fucking bone. uh, They screw this bolt into your bone, and now you have this new ball and socket set up in your hip. That's probably a hundred times better than the original. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I want to get everything replaced. Sort of no, because it's like it's also an alien piece. Sean said the only problem is they said it will it will um, start to dissolve after about. 15 years, mm. which is totally fine for him. But he goes, dissolve to where? Just into my body? Whoa. After 15 years? Yeah. And so then they go back and replace it? Oh, yeah. 15 years from now, they probably have amazing ones. Maybe, probably, yeah. Yeah, they'll probably have one that's better than the human knee. Hologram you know? knee. I mean, when you would think laser knees with lightweight materials, yeah. and if they could figure out something that's yeah, way better, biocompatible, yeah, someone's gonna start having the surgeries just because, like, I don't need it, but fuck it. Well, have you seen stronger. that dude who uh, he's got no legs? He lost his legs, I and he's no competing legs. in races with really? uh, these artificial legs. He lost his legs below the knee. Oh, and so they they put these. Oh, yeah, he's got like these spring things. Yeah, these crazy fucking things. Yeah, I wouldn't want to race against that guy. And he, it actually, he's like kicking ass with these things, man. He could run fast. And some people are actually saying, like, this is an unfair advantage. Like, yeah. what? You can't say that, man. A dude gets his legs cut off. No, but he he's got, 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 spring spring he got springs on his yeah. legs. No, but like, still. <laughs> you got to like jump a jack flash running down the Unless street. he's breaking world records, you got to deal with that shit. As long as he gets close, it's okay. Yeah. Unless he's what breaking. If he shatters world records. That would be incredible. This, this, Can you imagine if guys started getting their legs cut off so that they could run yeah. as fast as him and getting these artificial feet screwed on? Somebody would make these skates, and what, what they would do is, in the speed skates, they would come slightly apart from the skate as you were stepping up. So they would give you an extra split second of ice time. If it's touching the ice, the blade would get like slowly removed from your shoe. Wow. So it would stay on the ice a little longer. And all those, like, I, think it was, I think it was Swiss. I don't know. They were all fucking shattering records. 
Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. just from doing that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's clever little monkeys. Yeah. Clever little monkeys figure that out. Remember this uh, last past uh, Olympics where the dude died on the uh, bobsled? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot Ooh, about that. that was gnarly, man. That's why I'm a huge proponent of everyone should have to wear um, helmet cams. Yeah. So everyone, you can see what that ride would be we like need to hand. know that that's possible. Yeah. We need to know that that's possible. You know? That's that's not something you should keep from people. Oh. People that are considering being a bobsled person. You could die from this. Yeah, yeah. they were saying that everyone was saying how it was way too fast. It was running way too fast. Well, look, you look at what they're doing, man. God, I they're mean, going those, so fast. They're flying in those fucking things. And I guess somehow or another you're steering with your weight, correct? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, you must be doing something. Yeah, you have to I mean, hit the turns. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Is that what it is? Yeah, Do I you think do it's it? leading. Yeah. God damn. There was a dude who was a fighter. He fought, Todd Hayes. He fought in uh, Valley Tudo in Japan. And uh, he was supposed to fight Hicks and Gracie, but he blew his shoulder out in the fight before that he won. And um, he uh, quit fighting and to become a bobsled guy. Really? Yeah, that was. Richard his... Walker did bobsledding for a while. Did he? Yeah, it totally I think makes he sense. won gold. Jesus then they started, they started rethinking it. They were like, oh, we don't need bobsledders. We need fucking track people. We need people that are fucking fast and strong to push the bases. Herschel Walker made them win the gold. Are you sure I about think that? So I think he won something. Probably not the gold. That sounds Herschel ridiculous. Walker but is sh- a bad motherfucker, dude. <laughs> he you made know, the Cowboys. He's like forty-seven or forty-eight years old now, and he's still fighting MMA. And he fought. A, he fought in Strike Force twice, and uh, at least twice in one. Dude, he's fucking shredded. He's ridiculously shredded. Really? Oh my god. He's forty-eight years old, and he apparently has like. Superhuman discipline. Yeah, he's he like was one always of those guys. He, out. he never lifted weights. He he put, a, well, he says measure. that, but then other dudes say that he has lifted weights. I think he, he also has. It. Well, no, he also has a multiple personality disorder. Oh yeah. So he could be saying oh, that he's yeah. not lifting weights, and he's telling the truth because <sighs> he's not lifting weights. But Clyde is, wow. and Clyde's the one that has the past to twenty four hour fitness. <laughs> but he, so he's like, no, I'm having really yeah. worked out all day. I think I'm pretty soap. sure. I, I don't want to talk out of school, but I'm pretty sure I read on his website <laughs> that he has trauma related multiple personality disorder from football yeah and uh i read that and i was like wow well why is this guy fighting in mma then you know that seems crazy that he would go from that to fighting in mma but the fights that he's had dude he's just mauled people he's such a fucking super athlete if herschel walker was around if mma was around when herschel walker was young yeah when he was yeah if if he had decided to do that He's there's every now and then there's dudes that can just throw people around. They just he they're was just so dominant Uber. for a little while. That the Vikings pretty much traded their whole team for him. <laughs> it was like everybody they had good and draft picks for the next five years. Wow, they're like we want him that bad. Well, that's yeah, a super athlete, man. It made the Cowboys for so long. Yeah. Did you hear Mayweather uh, wants to fight Pac-Man now? Yeah, because he's going to jail. Oh, is that why? Yeah, the judge, the judge will let him uh, postpone his jail time until June. So if he can get Pacquiao to fight him in May, he'll make a shitload of money and then go to jail for 90 days. So since the judge has allowed him to postpone it, he's like, all right, fuck it. Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's start the day after a fight. Let's uh, go so it's going to be a lame fight, probably. No. no, it will not be a lame fight. Pacquiao <laughs> is a, Pacquiao's a killer. Kidding. But I think that um, uh, a lot of people feel that Pacquiao was uh, exposed a little bit by Marquez, the Juan Manuel Marquez fight that they've had three fights now, and that uh, you know Marquez felt like he won two of those, 
And, uh, you know, it was not nearly the dominant victory that Pacquiao had hoped for. So a lot of people, I think, are thinking that if Floyd Mayweather was scared of him before, now he's, like, relaxed. Now he saw the way Marquez oh, like, dealt oh, him. Now a shot. Here's yeah, because he, he boxed the shit out of Marquez. When they fought, he, Floyd didn't even take any damage. Floyd Mayweather is just technically and strategically on another level. The the thing about Pacquiao is Pacquiao is he's a is a beast. He's got crazy power in his hands, ridiculous speed, and he can catch anybody. And if he if he tees off on Floyd and he gets a good rhythm and starts coming at him with those wild combinations, anything can happen. But Floyd doesn't feel like he could do that. Floyd thinks he can stop him now. He's money on. I don't know. If I had a gamble, I bet Pacquiao. It's hard to bet against Pacquiao because Pacquiao's been fighting. He's been fighting big guys too. Like when he fought, um, you know, when when he fought, um, what the fuck's his name, Margarito. He beat the shit out of Margarito, and Margarito was way bigger than him. And Margarito's a dangerous guy, and he fucked Margarito up. You know, I mean, he broke his eye socket. He broke his orbital. <sighs> he made him. They ha- he has a, an artificial lens in his eye now. Really, Margarito does because of that fight. Yeah, and, and Pacquiao was. 15, 16 pounds lighter than him, easily. Maybe even more. It might have been 18 pounds during fight time. Because mm. they weigh him on HBO, they weigh him the day of the fight, too. And they see how much a guy's rehydrated, and they show you that statistic, which I think is brilliant. The UFC should probably incorporate something like that, too, but I don't think they want to admit how much, cutting. <laughs> how much Yeah, some guys are cutting. Like guys like Anthony Johnson. Yeah, they cut a shit ton. Anthony Johnson's fighting Vitor Belfort this weekend in Brazil. That's going to be fucking crazy. And he's fighting at 185 for the first time, too, which for Anthony is the, the right move. If you've never seen Anthony Johnson before, he's another he's specimen. Specimen. Dude's a specimen. And he's a big 170, like the biggest possible. And he would, I would see him walking around like in between fights, and he was well over 200 pounds. He was enormous. He looked like a heavyweight. You know, and then he would drop. He said at one point in time he cut sixty pounds to yeah, make to make one seventy. A long time. I mean, I'm sure he did it over a, a long camp. But you know, starved 60 himself. Pounds. Sixty. He was it's up Jenny to like two thirty. Yeah, success stories. Over I know. A year. Exactly. Meanwhile, with him it was mostly muscle. You know, he's mostly making his body eat itself. You know, dehydrating <laughs> and eat itself. I mean, he's losing a little bit of fat, but he's not a fat guy. He doesn't get fat. Yeah, he's just an athlete. What's fucking brutal, man? It's like there's a point of diminishing returns, and they I think he did right that. before the fight. Let him break camp even. Why? Can't do that because of uh, brain damage. That's when it's mo- people are most susceptible to brain damage. But then you won't cut. You'll just but fire they your would. Weight. They would. They would cut oh, anyway. Really? Yeah, they cut anyway. They always do. Oh. They used to have uh, weight. They used to have it in boxing. They used to have the day of. But more people die of brain injuries because of uh, dehydration. What? What? I would have it after the fight. I don't think in the old Wait, days the box. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. You lose a lot of weight during a fight. Um, I don't think a lot of people were hip to uh, IVs back in the day either. So when they would lose weight, when they would lose weight, no, no, IVs Uh, to uh, to uh, replenish, to put your uh, liquids back in. That's the best way to do it. All those guys look so weak when they're at the weigh-ins. They look like death. I've seen guys look terrified. Stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Breath is horrible. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, stomach acid coming out. Yeah. I mean, they don't eat for, you know, they don't eat for a long time before they get up there. A lot of the guys, except the heavyweights. I don't care. Oh, I love them. Beautiful. They wear in their jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It's about the same. But there's a few guys that have had to cut weight at heavyweight. Tim Sylvia had to cut weight once. He, he weighed in over. I remember that. He Brock. was over 265. Brock's always made the weight. He cuts to that, right? Yeah, he cuts to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if, he, if he wanted to, he could get to about 300 pounds if he wanted to, I'm sure. If he started packing on the creatine, doing power lifting and shit like that, mm-hmm. and just eating all day. But I don't think he can eat all day now because of that uh, the stomach thing. It's I think his, his diet has got to be very different. Time catches everyone. But that's not just time, dude. He had diverticulitis. You could die from that shit, man. People die. That's amazing. I never even heard of that before he got it. I never heard of it. They should rename it 
fucking Brock Lesnar's disease. Ta-da. The same way they did with Lou Gehrig. Out of all the times that you and I have been to Fogo de Chao, all of those Brazilian steakhouses, yeah. who would have ever thought that someone could die from eating too much meat? That's we, Would you have ever thought of that? No. We've been going to those places for a decade. Yeah. You got to get to the one in Brazil. Fuck yeah. Of course You know, are. the ones in Brazil are even better because they serve like chicken hearts and stuff that people Yay. in America are kind I of scared that. of. That shit's delicious, dude. When we went to one in Sao Paulo, it was one of the best ones I've ever been to ever. Really? And they just kept giving us these chicken hearts. I was like, dude, keep coming with them chicken hearts. Ooh, It's like salted. They, they know how they to serve cook, Israel, dude. Grill in Israel. This is a wild culture, man. It's a beautiful culture. The, the culture of Brazil is so fun. You know, meat and fighting and yeah. the girls are beautiful and, and they're living on the beach. I mean, Brazil it's like... Ass. And everybody's doing pre- pre- uh, playing jiu-jitsu. I mean, it's like, wow, what a, what a crazy culture, man. And soccer and everything, you know, and their yeah. their their economy has changed in a in a big way over the last few years. Apparently, they found oil off the shore, and their really? economy's That's booming. Another, yeah, you know, they're one tropic. of the leaders, like the, <laughs> the leaders of the world in AIDS research and and uh, and um, education. Really? Yeah, it's a lot of places um, in Rio. Also, I've heard uh, where people go to get uh, good but cheap plastic surgery. I can see that? Yeah, like uh, girls in Hollywood that can't afford going to doctors here. Yeah, you can fly to Brazil. And get your shit done there. Jobs all the time and stuff. I guess. Yeah. And then you know, then you just chill out in Rio, yeah. chill out on the beach while your tits heal, <laughs> and get on a plane and head home. Holla! <laughs> I got one on vacation. Came back with tits. <laughs> Boobies. I'm excited. It's yeah, it should weird. be fun. It's a whole another culture. Yeah, just uh, don't go to the favelas looking for heroin. <laughs> Keep it together and don't get bit by a Brazilian wandering spider. There's a Brazilian wandering what? spider that kills you, uh, and one of the things that happens is um, the people that survive, first of all, you'll you have a 24-hour raging death hard-on. Really? Yes. Yeah. It, the way it affects your body, it apparently <laughs> blasts your levels of nitric, acid, n- uh, nitric oxide, yeah. which is uh, the same That's thing, that the, the same effect that Viagra has. Okay. Like, and what this stuff does is just makes your dick hard <laughs> as, as fucking cold steel to the point where it's painful, where your dick is dying. It's expanded so hard that it's tearing. Literally, the cells are ripping apart from each wow. other. They're, it's getting so big and so hard that the cells are separating from each other tearing in agony and screaming pain Uh, and this is happening to all your muscles not just your uh, cock but every muscle in your body is just in mad agony and if you survive and most people don't but if you survive you'll be fucked you'll be dead you might as well be dead your your dick won't work anymore it's done forever Uh your body's gonna be a wreck you're gonna be physically a wreck all your muscles are gonna be fucked so wait do they they, once you get bit what happens to you can you go to the doctor immediately no you're fucked you're fucked it's almost almost immediately Almost immediately, yeah. you're fucked. There's, I don't, I don't know if they have. Uh, and what would you say percentage wise? Are you worried about the spider? Me, I'm not going to the jungle. Oh, it's in the jungle. <laughs> I'm 100 percent not worried. Does I hope it's out? only in the jungle. Shit, I'm pretty sure it's only in the jungle. Yeah. But if I, I'm gonna put myself in a fucking boy in the plastic bubble suit. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna dress up like Aquaman. I don't know. I, I, I'm not really worried about it. Are but, hotels but normal it is a, yeah. down there? Sure. Like in Brazil? Yeah, beautiful hotels. They're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. They ever have tours from other places. Like the nice hotels are nice everywhere. Yeah, and any city in the world, you know, that's a real city. They're gonna have some nice places to stay. Even in you know, I mean, I've seen like Kuwait. Kuwait has beautiful, beautiful hotels, and you know, it's kind of crazy. You would think someone just went to war with Iraq just a few years ago would probably be a mess right now, right? No, not really. Go there; it's beautiful. I had a crazy dream. I was I quit pot, and my dreams went nuts. You tell me, tell us about that. Because how long did you quit it for? Thirteen days. Wow. But I'm an everyday, multiple times a day smoker. 
Um, I've, I heard that you get dreams and nightmares after three days. Nightmares? Yeah. So I was trying to put three days in. To go, try to get the dreams and nightmares. Yeah, to see what would happen if you quit. But it took me, it took me two years. To we need to give you days. some alpha brain. I bet alpha brain would give you some ridiculous Yeah, it's dreams. a lot of sort of people kept saying, like, oh, it must be the alpha brain or whatever it, it was. gives you really vivid dreams. We don't, it's the combination of the, all the, the nootropics and the B6. Because B6 on its own apparently can do that. And a lot of the nootropics on their own can give you some weird dream effects. But apparently yeah. all of them together with the B6 really kicks. It was every it's night fascinating. except after I did mushrooms. Every night. Yeah. I would get these crazy, like, plot-driven dreams, like, long and super really? clear. I can remember them for way longer. Whoa. And one really? of them was I was dropped in the jungle in Brazil, and there was all these, like, dangerous predators. But there's also tons of mushroom spores. So we would, like, wow. trip out. Dude, I think it's good to stop smoking pot for a little bit. I think it's good to stop Tell doing everything. Break. I take meat breaks. I take meat breaks where I only eat, like, vegetables for, like, a couple Clear of days. Clear out a little bit. Just for the back. fuck of it. I just yeah. do it if I feel like doing it. Like, sometimes, like, there's a, a, a good vegan restaurant near here. And yeah. every now and then, I'll just have this, like, real hankering for some, like, real vegetable-heavy food. You know? Quinoa. Sounds good. What are you saying? What are you quinoa. Doing? Quinoa? What is that? Vegan food. Quinoa. Quinoa? Oh, quinoa. Quinoa. That's, oh. that's that, um, that grain, that yeah. heavy protein grain. I got the Whole Foods... Um Salad bar. they got a bunch of different types of quinoas. Yeah. It's the only plant, apparently, that has all the amino acids that um, meat has. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think soy also. I don't think so. I don't think soy has everything. Really? Yeah, and soy makes you grow tits. Yeah, fuck soy. Soy made Brian cry. Yeah, I like almond. Almond um, milk is great for you. I love yeah. that. I drink that shit every day. That's that's pretty much substituted my mo, most of my dairy, oh, unless man, yeah, I'm having cookies. It's just a protein. I'm having cookies. Protein it's really milk. easy to make by yourself. Uh, almond also, milk? Yeah, almond milk. You can make because uh, you have the Vitamix. It's really cool for that. You really? Just, yeah, just do it. Mix it with water. But there's a lot of good recipes online to make like. Do different. you make it? Have you made one? Uh, I tried it once and it works. So. so do you have to soak the almonds first? Is that how you? Yeah, do it? soak it overnight for 24 hours and then mix it up and and there was something else I did to it. Uh, yeah, why don't I do that? Yeah, so I can just go to the store and buy it. Just have it done for you. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, if you're if you're, you're like crazy, your own butter, if you're really crazy. Like you feel like going old school. Yeah. Make your own butter. Have you ever tried to make your own butter? No, I, I made did my own whipped cream. I did make my own pickles. You did. Yeah. So but why so why is it better. preposterous there's to so make your own better. butter? You can't get that kind of recipe. Oh, the pickle recipe? Yeah. There was a place when we were filming Zookeeper in Boston. I wish I remembered their name because I would give them a shout out. There was a fucking cart that they had where it was all pickles and different flavored pickles. And some of them were really spicy and some of them were really crisp and green. And some of them were like the more sour, like darker or uh, lighter colored green ones. And they just had every kind of pickle and they were fucking deadly. And I was like, Jesus Christ, do you guys ship these pickles? I'm like, I got to get these fucking pickles. They were amazing. I'll bring you some. My father made. Oh yeah, in Brazil. I'll bring it some to the airport. Oh, yeah. The best is nice. a bloody married with pickled asparagus and green beans in it. Pickled asparagus. What do they pickle it with? Same, same, same stuff, thing. Same yeah. thing. Brine. You use once you have once you've already made the brine, you can use that stuff. To oh, so you just things. stick something else in there, huh? Pickled carrots and like green cucumbers. Pickled green tomatoes cucumbers are good. Do you ever have that? Pickled green cucumbers? green cucumbers. Those pickled green cucumbers. I'm not, I'm not cucumbers. Uh, tomatoes, tomatoes rather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are delicious. They hold it really well. Yeah, right? They're yeah, crisp. Also, they're really sharp, so you can like, cut them with a knife. 
Yeah, Juice figured out a lot of cool shit. <laughs> Juice figured out pastrami. You got to take off your fucking hat to pastrami, it's man. Pastrami, we did that well. Pastrami is like one of the best for sandwiches. Can you get a more delicious meat for sandwiches? It's fatty, and they so slice good. it real thin. It and the then mustard, with the Rubens, mustard. when they put the fucking sauerkraut on that yeah. bitch, and then the, the, the dressing. You guys want to go to Jerry's Deli and eat right now? That was the yeah. hardest thing. Yeah, let's get high, though. That was the hardest thing when I took my podcation. Pot- Hmm. There was one time I got green blats on my home. I got that pastrami, half pastrami, half chopped liver. And I was like, I should be smoking a joint right now. Yep. This is how this should go. That would definitely enhance the food. People don't realize how much it does enhance. How far is Jerry's Deli? Not far at all. Real close. Let's do that. Let's, Let's do that shit. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Cantor's is the best. If you want to really Cantor's get down really and dirty good. with your pastrami, that's the best pastrami in L.A. Cantor's is, that's the oldest school, old school place in L.A. How long has that deli been there? Canners, a yeah. long time. That's is exactly the same. Something. Yeah, if you go into that place, that's exactly the same as it was in like the nineteen seventies. All those old pictures. Yeah, like from there. Yeah, it's a, that's it's a, way older than that. Yeah, way older than that. But I'm saying I don't think they've done any renovations mm-hmm. since the seventies, or yeah. maybe it might even be the fifties. Who the so fuck if you're knows? Plate of pickles when you sit down. The place is awesome, and the food is super legit, especially the pastrami and the white fish, the smoked white fish. God damn, I'm getting hungry, bitches. <laughs> so um, to wrap things up. Can I say this before we go? Should tell people? You can say got, whatever you want. I got Minneapolis, the 25th or the That's 29th. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have another whiskey. Throw the battleship around. Yeah. And then I think me and Kreischer are going to do a show with Russell in, in Toronto. Oh, really? I think, yeah, they're working out, but they have like a festival there. Oh. Russell's a giant. Yeah, in February. Toronto. He's fucking That's where he's from, I guess. there, dude. Yeah. yeah. Russell fucking dominates up there. What a nice guy Russell Peters is. If you cool. don't... You know, if you don't know Russell Peters, what what a fucking great guy he is. He's so friendly, you yeah, know? Yeah. He's like such an easy, down-to-earth guy. Yeah. No, like, airs about him. No bullshit. Yeah, I always forget that he's, like... Huge superstar. Yeah, I always forget that. Like, we were talking with him and Fahim. We're talking at the improv. He's like, honestly, I'm going to go on. And it's like, well, you can't just go... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't just go on. I forgot who you are. <laughs> just a regular dude. Yeah. Well, what's really crazy is how uh, he's uh, huge in other countries. In the UK, he sold out the O2 Arena like two nights in a row. In Canada, that's insane. Two nights in a row, Jesus. That's insane. The O2 O2 Arena is where we do the UFC. It's huge. I don't know how many it is. It's more than 15,000. I don't know. It's more than 15,000, though. Jesus. It's fucking gigantic, man. I can't even imagine. I'm doing the Chicago Theater. It's like 3,000. Really? Yeah, that's pretty big. I did 3,000 over the summer. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, three thousand so nuts. It's a lot of people laughing. Back. When the the laughs come in, it's a boom. It's like wow. It's not. It's it's a weird thing, man. When you go when you whenever you go over five hundred, like the laughs are bigger, but the connection's different. It's like it's hard to like keep that real intimate connection with three thousand. I have to people. tell myself this last time I was able to get a little better because I was like slow between jokes. Pause mm-hmm. a lot longer, and but usually it's like it takes me ten minutes to like remember that. Do you feel like it goes smoother when you pause longer? Like, what yeah. is it? It allows them time to take it in. You need it's just, it's more time because room. there's more people. Yeah, really? it's just bigger. Mm. And they all like when you're bouncing off the wall, like the belly room, the laughs. It's like mm-hmm. eighty people in those small, small rooms of that place in Boston, that upstairs from that Chinese mm-hmm. place. It was like they all hear each other and react immediately. Well, also, I think that the the, the rooms acoustics are different. 
maybe the, the way you process sound is different when there's so much loudness around you with laughter, and yeah. then this this is projected from speakers that are far. Away. I mean, it, that's a it's it's a tricky thing. And right? you can't really see the guy really well, so you can't get the facial expressions. And so you, the un, the little non written cues, so like it's time to laugh. Yeah, that's when comedy gets weird when you have like giant screens where your yeah. face is on these giant screens. Man. You'd have to. You can't. Otherwise, yeah. no one could see you if, if you do something that big. Well, Dane would do those big yeah, places like do? that, Let's but he would do them in the round. He would do them in the round. So they'd have to have somebody on the screen. They'd have to. Have yeah, you have to because it's, you, otherwise you're looking at his ass, you know, which some girls would love. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Don't god! Get started. He hasn't done comedy in like a year. Yeah, it's very weird. I see him. Yeah. At a, he said he was going to do an Ice House Chronicles uh, soon. He yeah, come do the show. Maybe, maybe he will. Show, show. Maybe he'll just do the podcast part, though. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he hasn't done comedy. I, I don't know. Some people should just fucking get tired of it. I asked him storyteller show, and he's like, keep asking me, but no, I'm not back yet. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He's going to take more than a year off. I wonder what he's doing. You know what? Some people are just not happy with what they're doing. This is yeah. what I heard, that it was like... Slaying pussy. I've sold out like 15,000 seaters, whatever. It's like... Like that's what that's the top of what you're supposed to do, and I was like, where am I supposed to go? Just keep doing that. There's nowhere else to go or you know strive hmm. for. Maybe that could be it. Or he's just acting. You know? Like we all strive to get big, bigger followings and better. It's like I got it. I've got the biggest following I can get. Well, his following definitely dropped off, though. I know I talked to people that worked in places that where he was at, where he had been there, you know, a couple of years before and sold fifteen thousand seats, and then he came yeah. back and sold like seven. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it was still huge, but it wasn't. It wasn't what it was yeah. at the peak of his popularity. I don't. And I, don't I think it's also know. a lot of negativity. He, yeah. he dealt with a lot of people that were not just warranted, but even unwarranted negativity. There was a lot yeah. of people that hated that guy yeah you know there was there was warranted stuff like the plagiarism stuff that was you know it was kind of questionable I, mean, well, I shouldn't say questionable but it was uh he stopped yeah he probably just stopped. he stopped yeah He's, he stopped doing that for sure but it was also i mean the way it all went down it was, it was you know it was very unfortunate for him it, it was it looked horrible yeah you know when when people were playing the louis ck bits next to his bits it just became Did you ever watch him on louis show that, yes, that, that, that scene. Yeah, I didn't. I thought that was weird. You know, I think uh, I, li- I like the way Louis like kind of like let him win because that's uh, that's just in line with how Louis would deal with the situation. It made sense to me. Like, oh, yeah, of course, this is how Louis did it. You know, Louis's a nice guy. You know, and he sort of felt bad that everybody was going after Dane, but you know, mm. it was what it was. You know, it's weird. It's just hard for a guy to recover from something like that, you know. When when you get uh, when you get a label put on you, and you get uh, a lot of people that just decide to hate you, you know. I mean, Zach Galifianakis, Galifianakis, yeah. he had a um, he had a. Remember, he used to people do. A, hate him. Remember, he used to do a bit where what? he would pull out posters at uh-huh. the end and he write things on them. Yeah. And one of them was "Kill Dane Cook." Uh-huh. Got a huge laugh. Yeah. You know, it's like. It was like a. It's all sort of agree we can make this joke. Yeah, it was all he. He became that guy. Like even though a lot of people loved him, he became the guy that a lot of people fucking hated. Yeah, and you were clear. To, yeah, you were in the clear to be able to say whatever you wanted. Negative. If you're not doing stand up, you're really not in that world anymore. You're not attached to those people anymore. You're not feeling their hate anymore. You're not. You know, like whatever. Now you don't. Now you have no effect on me. You know, now you have no effect on me. I'm not doing stand up right now. You have no, no effect on me. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, if you're tired of people just the snarky critic who uh, is, you know, just on instinct and you know, on um, 
just uh, by default they're cunty. You know, there's a lot of people yeah. like that but by default looking for something shitty to say. And I when guess, you got a target like Kim Kardashian yeah. or Dane Cook when he was, you know, when people were shitting on him or anybody who's in the news that you is like a free shot. Yeah, then you what? know, you automatically go after them. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that go Tom after Tom Arnold's him. and the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like, Yeah, Justin Bieber. So he's going to so be not someone. Doing comedy would, would help that. Yeah, because you're not connected to them anymore. You're not doing anything. I mean, he's got enough money. I'm sure that he could just kick back and relax for could. a few years. Yeah. So I mean, he's not. Doesn't seem time. like a nutty spender. So if he can just kick back and relax for a few years, and maybe while he's doing that, he's writing some stuff that he really it's likes. Too. It's, it well, he filmed three movies last year, so that could also be why he took a year off. Yeah, that could be too. I know, like uh, what uh, Beck did an album, a really great album called Sea Change. Mm-hmm. And it's all about his relationship with an owner writer. Whoa. Yeah, and he said though he was like I couldn't write it for like two years up until we, after we broke up for like a couple of years, and then I was able to like process my feelings about it, and then write this amazing you know work. Hmm. How's Winona feel about it? I don't know. They tried to reach her, but she was too busy stealing shit. <laughs> it's a really great album. It's a good breakup album. He's a uh, Scientologist, isn't he? Heck yeah. yeah! I went to a Scientology show of his once. Really? Yeah. What was that? It was a knitting factory, but it was it was to raise fundraiser for Scientology, and my Scientologist friend got me in. Wow! You have a Scientologist friend. Bobby used to have a girlfriend who was a Scientologist. Okay, so you're sitting there with uh, all Scientologists and you? And Bobby. Wow. And I, he must have been there, too. Hmm. Unless he wasn't available that day. And so Beck is doing a uh, show and going like, fucking Scientology rules! No, he didn't really talk and about it. And everybody goes, yes! Yeah. When you see a car accident, you know that you have to pull over. Because <laughs> you're, you're a Scientologist, one. and you're the only one that's going to know what to only do. Only one that can help. I just think it'd be too bad if you... Like, Dane Cook, is a, the way he talks about comedy and the way he like he's been 20 years in the game, like to lose a... Like a professional, mm-hmm. man, it's too bad. What's well, new guy doesn't. Who knows if things? he's losing it? Maybe he's just taking a year off. You know, Hopefully. maybe he's just no. Seriously, he filmed three movies. Himself. He was on a TV show. I mean, I know, he was, but he he's was filming busy movies before. He never took time off. Yeah, nobody. There's a, a big difference off. between doing all week. these movies and yeah, and taking time off a of stand up. Not, not coming up with a new album. Not yeah. doing any stand up in LA. Yeah, guys take two weeks off and it's a big deal. <sighs> you know, two weeks is kind of shaky. You come back, you're a little, you know. You got to do like one set a week. I had to call in today. Well, I got I got Tuesday, Wednesday this week at the store, but I'm gonna be gone in Brazil for the rest. Right. And I only got that's what I called in for. I only got one spot. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna get out on again until Tuesday. No. Yeah. I had to call like, who's on the cover booth tonight? You gotta let me slide in. Oh, look at you! You use your once juice. in a while, but not once in a while. Only when you need to, though. I'm saying there's no way you go off like a year with nothing. Who's making that fucking list at the comedy store? It's fine not to give me one day out of the week. Silly fucks. I'm writing a new hour this year. Are you? Yeah. Are you throwing your old one out? What are you doing? Yeah. Done. Chucking it. Done. Did you make a DVD? Made a CD. Got to make a DVD, son. Can't throw your material out without a fucking visual representation of it. Yeah. Gotta That's go outrageous. On. A lot of your shit is visual. Yeah. Make what get someone to hire someone to film you. Cheap prick. And make a make a special. Yeah. Just own. put it online. Release it to people. Yeah. Give it to the world, Ari. Make a video. Make a video? You need a video, dude. You can't just have a, an audio. My first CD, yeah. uh, was uh, I was upset that some of my shit wasn't visual. Didn't so read, yeah, we, I went we over that made a lot, videos of it and released them. Just put it online after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. Like the um, the old lady vagina bit, that's that's What's a... That? There's a lot of visual in that. Shh, boom. You know? I don't remember that Your at hand all. at the bottom, boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's visual. You need that part. That's a big part of why it's funny. With the pregnant lady? Have, Which one? What happens when to a woman's vagina? She gets oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. say anymore. There's a kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be a little visual. Very, very visual. Yeah. The fuck, Ari? 
So people want to see it. Where can they see you, Arch, for this upcoming Minneapolis show? Where is it at again? It, uh, it's houseofcomedy.net. Houseofcomedy.net. And you'll be in Chicago at the same time. Yes, I will be in Chicago. The 27th? Is it that weekend? It's 25th or the 29th, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be in... Um, there's still some tickets available, but they're going fast, bitches. Joey Diaz and Duncan Trussell. We're going to be at the Chicago Theater on uh, January 27th. And if you see Joey on stage, Joey will probably be not walking so good because he's just going to have surgery 10 days before oh. that. He's getting his Maybe get him one of those little scooters, a little Zippos, <laughs> Zippies, or whatever. Maybe we should get him a scooter. But if anybody wants to get him some flowers and say, get well... Get him some yeah, cards. Like say, that. get well, Joey. Fuck flowers. Give me the cards. Get out of here with this fucking cards and just, flowers. Just give him a lot of envelopes. Yeah, give me an envelope with cash in it or nothing. He loves envelopes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Joey will be there supposedly. I hope he's going to be able to make it, but he's getting surgery 10 days before. Oof. Yeah, pretty tight. Sometimes. Yeah, tight scheduling. Uh, Duncan's going to be there for sure. I'll be there. And then uh, there's the UFC on Fox the next day. You can see that. Or if you're closer to my man Ari Shafir, you go to Minneapolis and go yeah. to the houseofcomedy.net. Houseofcomedy.net, and Ari it's will be that weekend. How many days are you there? Five days. Five days. Damn, wow. that's nice. That's time for a relationship. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you could meet a new girl and fall in love and then totally grow possible. to hate each other by the time yeah. the 27th rolls <laughs> Work around. Work the whole, like, nexus of it exactly boom thank you to the fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast if you go to joerogan.net and click on the link for the fleshlight and enter in the code name rogan you will get 15% off the number one sex toy for men oh shit thanks to onnit.com o-n-n-i-t makers of alpha brain the cognitive enhancing supplement new mood shroom tech sport and shroom tech immune go to the link on joerogan.net click on it for the link for alpha brain enter in the code name rogan and you can get 10% off alright thanks everybody next week we have uh, Hamilton Morris from vice.com we're going to be uh, going uh, on an isolation tank tour we're going to go to Venice really? yeah and we're going to he's going to come on the podcast as well and I got Steve Ranella from uh, what's that show called The Wild Within which was a really cool show that got cancelled now I think he's got a new show called Meat Eater so he's going to be on the podcast on Meat Monday Eater. yeah that's cool alright you dirty freaks uh, vote well, for me yeah Brian's got Brian some Shorties. fucking silly internet contest he wants everybody to vote for him for yeah, he needs like 300 votes to, to win just go to deskquad.tv and at the top it says vote for me just click on that that'd be awesome and I'll be at Waterbeds and Stuff Thursday Waterbeds and Stuff you're doing shows at Waterbed Factories no I'm just going to what is Waterbeds and Stuff buy a and it's, it's the only place to buy a bowl in Columbus, Ohio. Oh. <laughs> to buy a bowl? Yeah, they sell water beds and pipes. Huh. What? <laughs> and that's where you're going to be? Yeah. Are you no, doing they, a show all there? To, they all listen to this podcast. You're doing a show there? No, I'm not going to do You should do a show, show there. there. Why are you there? Nah, I'm just going to buy a bowl. Don't and be scared. Go to <laughs> Don't be scared, homie.com. Thanks, oh, everybody. Oh, oh, one more thing. I interviewed a hooker on my podcast this week. Damn. It's a really real good. one? Yeah. Uh, well, High class prostitute. Really? Yeah. Ooh, how do people get that? Go to, I guess, iTunes or my website, AriTheGreat.com. AriTheGreat.com. It's a good, good, good conversation. long and good. Really? She just told me everything. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'm going to listen to that. It was really fun. I'm listening to that on the flight to Brazil. <laughs> this is the five other things. It's a long flight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You fucking freaks. Very nice. We love you guys. We yeah. love everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for everybody. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Thanks for everything. <laughs> Thanks to everybody. For everything. I've been talking too much today. My mouth doesn't want to work anymore. Jihad. 